0: landed another knee snap dragon into the broken glass god the back of the head of moxley excellent job on that snap dragon suplex right there now it looks like mox is set up for something here and this guy kenny can fly he can run everything kenny omega Holy hell, and, and what a spill that Moxley took as a result. And what a horrific landing for Omega as well. God, both of them, here it is again. Oh, good God. And his Omega, his left leg actually trapped between the bottom of the ring. Doctors checking on Kenny Omega, checking his knee. Wow. John Moxley, you th- I'm sorry, you said it. His you, leg was trapped there. Kenny, yeah, you could blow your knee out, right? Oh, Moxley seems reinvigorated.
2: The toughest man alive, John Moxley.
0: Hey, Brian Danielson. Both these guys are Whoa. tough. He's got himself a little screwdriver here. Oh. Moxley with the screwdriver in hand. They, the Blackpool Combat Club has been using this screwdriver, gouging any and all of their perceived enemies. But Don Callis, he's going to watch his buddy's up, buddies back. Omega from behind! That was the opening that Kenny needed. The Ripcord Feet Trigger! Omega, he's going to do it! This is it! Omega! Yes! yes. Wing it! Angel! he did it! One! him! What? 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 What the hell did Don Callis do? What are you laughing about? He's got a mark on his head, courtesy of the Blackpool comic. Club. What's he doing? Don Callis has told us for years he considers Omega family.
3: No! No! No winner of this match.
0: John yeah. Talk about a shocking turn of events. Don Callis. Wow. Don Callis stabbing, literally, his family, stabbing his his son effectively. I don't want to even say in the back, in the face. And Brian, I guess Don can only handle so much disappointment, guys. We heard in the lead-up to this match, Moxley promised Omega would be leaving Detroit with a broken face and a broken heart. Well, here's the the betrayal right here. One-winged angel. Here's the shot from behind the... And here comes callous with that oh, with that screwdriver Danielson. you had to notice it was going to go down dude i'm sure there's a game for you're probably not going to tell us but still honestly
4: i had no idea but i'm very very happy
0: you should be man i don't blame you john wow. Wow. moxley stabbing kenny omega how many years like omega's entire life since since a kid and you see the blood on the face of Omega from where he was stabbed by a man he considered family. It's a new low for Don gallows He's had many lows in his career. Look at this. No, this can't. The referees need to step in. Well, right, we got to need oh, security. Don, no, so. no, 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 no. to Omega but what could you possibly say after something like that? Shocked the world Don Callis did definitely shocked Kenny Omega Brian Danielson you have not stopped smiling this is a despicable display by Don Callis stabbing a man he considered family a man he considered almost akin to a son, in decades of a friendship. I can't get over the fact that it wasn't that long ago that he was gouged in the head on a shot by John Monson. He had to go to the hospital. Had to go to the hospital in Don gouged. He stood at the mark on his forehead and he would do something like this. And I think that is an understatement of the year from the fans here in Detroit lower than low well i'm gonna tell you this i know don a lot of years in a long time right and even i'm shocked by by what he did here shocking for sure
4: well how about this guys
0: why don't we all praise the king of violence john moxley for winning that incredible main event (laughs) john moxley he was dead to rights by Kenny Omega. He was defeated by the One-Winged Angel until the interjection of Don Callis. I cannot believe what we just witnessed. And...
1: in the world. We're gonna put bumps in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your host, Jimmy T, and twist the Foray.
2: Everybody, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast about AEW dynamite. Yes, folks, it is time for the Wednesday night skirmish brought to you by the PWC. I'm your host, Christopher Rams. That's A M B S, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. If you ever forget how to spell my name, I'll just remind you at the beginning of every show joining me tonight is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the port phillip coast he plays with the heart of a girl named d never mind the crocodiles he's audio dundee jimmy t of the pwc jimmy how the hell are you mate <laughs> hey
3: i like the audio dundee part you should jimmy? also call me the zorba dundee man because Did you me, know jimmy uh, already no no way
2: oh my um or is it that or is it mean that you? that we lost I'm so confused you.
3: I think it's you Chris oh my okay well um, hi <laughs> I' <I'm> frozen <laughs> well I was going to say thank you for having me on as per usual and yes I love the audio Dundee part and Facebook user says why can't we see Chris that's a good question why can't we see Chris I have no idea
2: well the truth is I'm <laughs> John Cena Ha
3: <laughs> I can't see him
2: can't see but Um, you can see me hang on a second i'm gonna see if i can turn off the camera and then turn it back on again see if that helps at all
3: unfortunately it it hasn't i don't know what's going on there with you chris what a time to fuck up right i mean (laughs) hey but as long as we can hear you i guess we don't need to see you but uh people are saying we can't see you
2: okay well Apologies to people out there, um, it seems like my internet's working just fine, because as I'm looking at it, my picture shows up just fine, my internet looks like it's coming in strong, and I have no idea why this is doing this, so... But
3: you can see me, right? I can see you. Oh, cool, wow. well,
2: I can see so you, and you can hear me, and the, those are the really <laughs> important things. Um, i I'm Jimmy, yes? let's talk about some news in the world of professional wrestling.
3: Well, what do you want to talk about, Chris?
2: Well, let's see here. Um, <laughs> there you are. There's been a report. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. hi there. um, there's been a report that's been made by a couple of different places here about uh, one billion dollars. One billion dollars oh, um, uh, being uh, being given from uh, from Warner Media to um, to AEW for the entire slate of everything. Um, the people who that uh, report were attributed to have basically said, "We didn't report this. Don't fucking no. say we reported this." So, um, you know, as uh, as our very own Jeff Lippmann has been uh, has been very um, boisterously pointing out on Twitter uh, over the last couple of days, these reports, uh, as of right now, uh, seem to be completely incorrect. So stop saying that's accurate stop saying that's true <laughs> nobody who has who is supposedly have reported it has reported it so quit it internet twitter please
3: please por favor anyone, por favor <laughs> for anyone that doesn't understand English, <laughs> me even
2: para te por favor okay <laughs> parate por favor that's, that's right. right please that's right. stop yourself please um <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's a as of right now, we're going to go ahead and say that's an erroneous uh, report uh, until we get some actual confirmation from somebody at some point. Um, also, Jeff uh, has, you know, he's got his own reports. He's got his own sort of insider information and stuff on what things are costing. Apparently, uh, collision is being paid for by AEW. They're fronting the bill to get it on TV. Um, and then, but they get to keep, I think the revenue from it. So, um, okay. relatively interesting, I, I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, I'll tell you after tonight's episode, I'm really looking forward to collision.
3: Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm, I'm not quite sure how to take that one. Please, what you just said.
2: No, I'm looking forward to collision. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to a different show with with different wrestlers, especially some of the ones that showed up tonight. Um, we'll get into that. But, you know, as the opening, as the cold open suggested, Miro is back. Um, so, yeah, uh, Miro's back. Thunder Rosa it. showed up. And uh, hey, man. If that's if that's like if that's what the show is gonna be on Saturday, if it's gonna be Punk, FTR, Miro, Thunder Rosa, and like all of the people who basically don't wanna get along with the Jump Around Gang, I'm cool with it.
3: So, so essentially, we're gonna have Team Punk on Collision and Team Kenny and the Bucks on Dynamite and Rampage.
2: Is that, what, is that what the deal is? Yeah. In which case, in which case, I'm a hundred percent against whatever the fuck they're doing with Kenny and the Bucks.
3: I'm confused, man. Are we gonna get a brand split now? Or is, all, I mean, or is this all just hogwash? I, I can't uh, see how. You know, I personally think it's all bullshit.
2: I don't think it's all bullshit. I don't think it's all bullshit. I think you that can't have point- a show.
3: Yeah, but you can't have a show that just features Punk on a Saturday night. And FTR and whatnot, and then have a completely different sort of tune on Wednesday night, without actually being any brand split.
2: Yeah, but uh, we've been told that there's well, okay, there's been a number of different reports. First of all, there was going to be a soft brand split, and then the brand split was going to be a little less soft than we had previously been told. And now, now it seems like what we're being told is that uh, there's going to be a brand, sl- there's going to be a, a brand split, but Occasionally, they're going to have Punk on Wednesday. But when they do that, they're going to make sure that that's on a night when uh, the elite aren't there kind of thing. So they're basically just going to keep each other. Wow. They're going to keep these guys away from each other, which to me, I i got to be honest. This is hyperbolic because nothing is this big. But it's, right. but it's almost. Oh, wow. Everything just went dark there for a second. Um,
3: Doc's back. <laughs>
2: No, no, Dark is not <laughs> thank back, God. thank God. Um, but, uh, but no, so basically, like, um, it, it seems this is hyperbolic. But to me, them keeping Punk away from the elite, and especially that they're doing, they're spending so much energy and so much time and money to make sure that happens. To me, it's very reminiscent of, you know, the WCW invasion, being a complete fucking flop where none of the major stars from WCW actually came over. It's a it's a missed opportunity, right? If you keep Punk and the Elite away from each other and you don't do an angle, it is a complete and utter missed opportunity to make money.
3: I agree with you 100%. I mean, everyone's an adult here, right? I mean, you think? That's the claim. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> can't we all just get along i mean i can't see how little bitty oh bittery, high school fucking uh feuds are gonna hold this shit. Back. it's just
2: childish bro i mean not- it is and we know for sure where it's coming from because punk has said he's let it slip he's made sure it slips i think um that he's willing to work with them that he's willing to do an angle that he's willing to get in the ring with these guys so i mean if he's willing to do it then the then the no the absolutely not the refusal to do business is only coming from one side and we know what side it is so i mean the bucks can have their fucking stooges say whatever they want about punk but punk has been clear i mean clear through the leaks that and i do think that he's leaked like on purpose But he's been clear through those leaks. He's willing to do the work. He's willing to make the money. He's willing to have the angle. So, as far as I'm concerned, Tony Khan, like, you gotta get the elite. You gotta get the fucking elite to fucking wake up. Like, they have an actual chance to make real to make to maybe make some real money for your company to maybe help you actually recoup some of this money that you're spending on collision and and all those other things. You have an actual opportunity to recoup some of that, and the people who are standing in the way are the elite.
3: Well, if it means anything, I know Moxley's not a big fan, also of Punk. I don't know about how Danielson feels and uh, Costagnoli and whatnot, right. but it feels like it's more than just the elite that's against Punk. I mean, heck, you've got Seth Rollins saying he's a cancer to the business. Same with Roman Reigns. But he still turned up in a WWE locker room, ironically, right? So, Yeah. I don't know what to think, man. But I just think they're doing this. This is all hogwash purposely done for people to talk, man. And hype this shit up. That's all it is. That's what I think, anyway. I mean, I'm sure there's heat. 100%. But are you telling me they're not willing to work with each other? I say bullshit. I mean, this is money that's going to be lost on the, you know, if
2: they don't. And especially it's, with the uk show coming up it's not just money jimmy it's like this is the biggest angle that aew could possibly run right now i don't think there's anything i don't think that there has been anything available to aew maybe since their inception that right. would have been a bigger deal than this could be i mean aside from like a straight up invasion of new japan there is nothing that rivals this in terms of how much hype it would get from the from the general wrestling audience nothing and i I don't even think it's close well you're right
3: 100 that's why i say it's all hogwash this is all done by design to get people talking and to speculate that's all it is man it's pro wrestling bro come on let's be honest look at wb how many guys have vowed to never work for mythic man ever again yet here they come back by the joves every oh, time yeah. bro yeah constant. i just think this is just one big angle to get some hype behind not only collision but for all in
2: yeah i mean maybe maybe but i mean it fucking worked with all in didn't it i mean seventy thousand tickets sold
3: is that is that stagnated now at seventy thousand? is that
2: that's the last report that i heard so it could be even more than that now
3: right that's why i'm curious man because they're awfully close to selling out and oh uh, they proved me wrong bro straight up i was wrong
2: yeah hey i mean listen that's one of the things that that's one of the things that people like about the skirmish and about the pwc in general is like we're a group of guys who will just say it when we're wrong we'll 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 come out and say hey listen we got this one wrong sorry guys you know yeah i mean that's that's the case
3: Well, Facebook user in the chat says, "Did the show suck or rule?" I don't know, Chris. What do you think?
2: Yeah, a little bit of both. Like most, like most AEW shows. Like there were parts about this that were really intriguing. Like just seeing, like well, again, we'll get into it later. But just seeing Miro's face, you know, that was enough to make me go, "Oh, okay, cool." And then seeing Thunder Rosa later in the night, you know, basically doing the same thing Miro did of like, I'm here to see the boss, that was fucking cool, that that was actually, that actually creates for me some intrigue, like I'm, I'm actually hyped to see what they do with this Saturday show, so I'm allowing myself to get excited about something in professional wrestling again, which I know better, and I shouldn't do, but like, I really am excited about that, so as far as like, what they did on this show, not so much, I mean, we'll get into it that main event i'm i I'll, we'll get into it but <laughs> yeah, um
3: there's a house of horrors match oh we'll get to that too the house yeah, we'll of get Black to, match.
2: we'll get to all of that <laughs> an open house match oh, um oh.
3: oh and i just want to say since it seems like we're on the road to, to collision i guess we can it's safe to say that we can we're going to call our show of collision
2: wreckage get it wreckage <laughs> collision. That's right. Well, it'll be Saturday Night wreckage.
3: That's right. Saturday Night wreckage. Right here at the PWC network. I guess. Are we going to be the guys? Is it going to be more than More than just the two of us? I don't know. Um, we'll see.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I. I maybe Jeff will. Sh- maybe Jeff will join us, or maybe. Maybe somebody else will come on board, or I, I don't. I don't know yet. We'll. We'll see how it goes. All I know is when it does start, I want the open I want the opening music. Okay, I know like I know you're going to fight okay. me on this. I want yeah. the opening music to be Saturday Nights All Right for fighting cuz that is a <laughs> fucking hype ass song for a Saturday night wrestling
3: show. <laughs> You've got it, man. Here at the PWC, we all work as a tandem. Hey, dude, you're the one that named the skirmish, the skirmish. So, uh, why not, dude? I mean, shit. I I, can't, I I'm down for that.
2: Go. But listen, we gotta get the right version. It's not the Elton John version. the the real version of that song, the one that just absolutely gets me fucking stoked, is and I know everybody's gonna fucking hate me for this. It's Nickelback and Kid Rock. Oh you hear, no! You gotta hear that fucking remake. It's so All good, right. man.
3: Do me a favor when when we finish the show, send me a link to that song. I want
2: to hear it. Will do. Will do. It's uh it's the song that used to play before, um, uh, hockey night in Canada. Uh, okay. when they had their Saturday
3: night I think I've got an idea what song that is, actually.
2: Fucking awesome. Every time I heard it, I was like, yeah, got stoked. <laughs> Getting ready for my fuck, ready to watch hockey. So, by the way, if uh, if at some point towards the end of this, I start singing La Bamba, um, it's just because <laughs> the Oilers La Bamba, won. Like so, that's go song. Oilers.
3: I don't did that, yeah, whatever he says. <laughs> un poco de gracia Oh, that's it, there we go I don't know, as a kid, I haven't heard that song for so long, bro But as a kid, I had no idea what the fuck he was saying And I still don't
2: Did you know that Ricky Valens actually doesn't Like, he did not speak Spanish And he had to memorize the song word for word Because he didn't know what he was singing
3: So why did he do it in Spanish, then? Why go Spanish?
2: Because that's, I mean, that's what the song was It was in Spanish
3: ah, Weird, oh well, it's a classic That's for sure
2: Great, great tune. Um, All right, so unless you can think of anything else in terms of wrestling news this week.
3: Well, where's um, Hangman Page? Unreported concussion, hurt feelings, something else. Could it be punk anitis?
2: Could be. Could be. Who the fuck
3: knows and who cares at this point? I guess a cowboy is uh, doing cowboy shit by picking up shit on his ranch somewhere in Virginia. That's what cowboys uh, do.
2: I've heard that he uh, he's 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 making sure that all of his trunks, uh, all of his <laughs> uh, tights have uh, sequin butterflies on them. Ah, uh, sequin so.
3: butterflies too. Ooh, very bourgeois. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. cowboy. Exactly.
2: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Make
3: my day. laughs> amigo. Uh, hang Orale, on a le
2: arriba la raza.
3: <laughs> yeah, shout out to K Dog. Who been was actually on keeping at one hundred. As a matter of fact, this past week, awesome. Yeah, shout out to the Ayatollah himself,
2: the big boss, the Ubin big boss, in. doing the big shows and
3: doing the big things. <laughs> well, Facebook user says, and I assume this is Jeff. Secret butterflies are tight. Yeah yeah they're yeah. tight all right the eel
2: bro the eel um that's old school <laughs> all right let's let's fucking get into this show then so let's. the opening match uh it starts off with no entrances uh claudio that, Castagnoli wait, wait.
3: was his rampage
2: no oh no entrances. interesting yeah No entrances. Um, Mm -hmm. Hey, it wasn't even AEW. (laughs) Because the ROH champion and the ROH tag team champion are having a match to start off tonight. Uh, No entrances, as it's Claudio Castagnoli and Fenix. Um, (sighs) Yeah. So both guys are at least smart enough to, you know show off each of their main skills claudio shows off his strength quite a bit here um where he catches phoenix in the middle of a of like a dive or a jump um you know obviously he's able to show how strong he is because phoenix is very small anyway but there was still some times when phoenix did something that looked like a normal person wouldn't be able to just straight out catch him and claudio did so so you know, he's able to show off what's, what's impressive about him and Phoenix was able to show off what's impressive about him, which is flips and jumps and all kinds of athleticism. Um, so early on in the match, it's the speed and unorthodox offense that allows uh, Phoenix to dominate. Claudio's strength kind of keeps him in the match. Um, at one point here, there was a spot that I really loved where um, F- Phoenix uh, gave him a chop and then Phoenix kind of like lean back like okay your turn to hit me now and claudio was like no just hit me again and then he hit him again and then claudio hit him with an uppercut that dropped him and i liked that claudio was like no we're not exchanging strikes you're 106 pounds and i'm a real man um but does a
3: real man have a screwdriver uh
2: i do i mean don Callis used it today so if that's your definition of real Damn, I'm not a real man. Sorry, no. my my bad. Yo, bad. Um, yeah, Phoenix again. Like Phoenix is very athletic. Um, if I hadn't seen everything that he does a million times already, it would be impressive. Um, for me, it just isn't anymore. Like I've seen all of the spots now. I've seen every spot. You, you're not. You're not doing anything new. You're not doing anything exciting. Um, yeah, I, I just. It's great. I can appreciate the athleticism, but it's not really a wrestling match anymore as he does this. Um, the finish to the match comes as Claudio does the repeated elbow strikes, which look a lot better than Moxley's stomps, um, and then he wins with the Ricola bomb. Um, the Ricola bomb? Yeah. Basically, he, he does like a um, cross armed power bomb. It's it's a good looking move. I thought that well, the match was actually okay, to be honest with you. Other than the fact that I'm just seeing Fenix do what he always does, I didn't mind this match. So as a match, good. Um, but but what's... was it really? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why is like, why are we doing ROH stuff on on Dynamite? Why why like? why are we doing and it's not just roh stuff it's an roh angle because the story of the match was whoever wins gets a shot at the other guy's title so if fenix had win had had won he was going to get a shot at the roh is it an roh world title is that what the fuck it is apparently it is yes (laughs) okay the world title in roh um he would have he would have gotten a shot but because claudio won it means that him and a partner of his choosing get a shot at the tag titles so okay are like are we just gonna have claudio have all the belts
3: well first of all can i just say he's claudio proves to me that he's still a b plus player bro I'm just saying, right?
2: I don't think that there's any question that he's a B-plus player. I I like Claudio. This was a good match. He has good wrestling matches, right? He's competent. He's more than competent in the ring. He actually knows how to tell a story. He does things properly, and his matches are good. He has good matches consistently, and I will say that for Claudio. I mean, every single Claudio match that I've seen, I go, yeah that was better for having claudio in it yeah it was okay Um, but let me ask
3: you this chris has he ever had a banger after banger let's be honest has he and when i say banger i'm talking about a match that blew you away like five stars
2: yes um and i know this yes and i know this sounds ridiculous to even say this because i don't know date behind it either but i honestly think that it was some episode of superstars it was before him and tyson Kidd got together as a tag team and it was him tyson Kidd, and i can't remember who the other person was in a triple threat match on some fucking episode of superstars (laughs) and i honestly somebody somebody i can't remember who like where i read it but i was i was just looking at stuff online and somebody said like Seriously though, if you're a fan of good pro wrestling, you have to go out of your way to watch this match. Because I, I would never fucking watch Superstars. Like for fuck's right, sake. That's what I was right? gonna
3: ask you. Why the fuck were you watching Superstars?
2: Right. And I watched it, and I went, holy fuck. Like I, like legit. I thought to myself, okay, like why? I don't know why I just saw like a five star match on Superstars, huh. but I fucking did. Fucking idiots. Why on Superstars? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, well, yeah, like I haven't I've seen, seen it really on actual
3: ones. television, bro. I haven't right. seen it yet.
2: Right. Well, I mean, we can disagree about it again, like, but I don't think we do really disagree. Like, uh, you're not saying he's a shitty wrestler. You're just saying no. he's a B plus player. He's he's not the guy you run a fucking company. Not he's not that guy, and I don't think he is either. But is he a guy who like? if if you gave me like a free draft um if you gave me like a free draft pick he's definitely somebody who i would think about if i was running a wrestling company Th- this guy's good to have on he can be anybody's opponent
3: yeah yeah but he just doesn't impress me man like like others do. like yeah he's cool in the ring right and whatnot But he's just bland bro like i i don't know like he's just there, looking tough right now with the blackpool combat club uh and fenix don't even get me started about him i mean first of all fenix remember a few years back when when him and penta in impact wrestling I, i mean we used to say these two guys are the future they're gonna they're two of the best in all of pro wrestling and now i look at them as just like meh they're not even main event players
2: is sorry so, very very did you even warm hear what i said no go ahead
3: oh <laughs> i was just saying like you think back to phoenix especially now right and you think to yourself man at one stage when him and penta in impact wrestling we all used to say how they were the best got the some of the two of the best wrestlers in the world and look at them now dude they're not even main event
2: players no they're and they're like I don't know how everyone else feels about Phoenix and Penta, but I, I think they actually need to do something completely different than what they have because I'm just – to me, it's like when I see Phoenix and Penta getting ready for a match, I it, – it makes me want to turn the TV off. It's x <laughs> to me. Like I, I literally want to just turn the TV off. And, man, I'll tell you, like when they were in uh, like Lucha Underground, for instance, it like – I, I didn't watch every single episode of of Lucha Underground, but I made sure I watched every fucking match Penta had like every oh, match. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if maybe uh, they need to split up and Fe- Fennex needs oh, to please. have an actual heel turn or something, because. I mean, for me, it's just. I've Touch seen it. it. I've seen if it. You-
3: Right, I've seen it a million times too, and I feel like AEW have totally exposed these guys, man. Even Penta, he does the same shtick. Zero, miedo. Like, I, don't I know really,
2: I'm I loved that fucking, I loved that Bowens gave him the scissor, scissor the oh, other day. Oh, that was brilliant. Was I agree. Yeah.
3: And he acted all electrocuted. Like, Bleh. <laughs> and
2: he did it. It's pretty Good funny. Stuff. No,
3: I agree, but that just sums up Penta, right?
2: Yep. Yep, exactly. And again, it's the same problem I have with Fenix. (laughs) Seen it hundred times, thousand times. I I... show me something new, please. Please.
3: Right, por favor.
2: Por favor. Um, Okay. Um, Next up, uh, speaking of showing me something new, uh, we see a pair of uh, really muscular legs uh, walking into the arena. Rene catches up, and it's fucking Miro. And she goes, oh, Miro, uh, welcome back. What are you What are you doing here? And uh, Miro just kind of looks at her like, get the fuck out of my way. And then he walks into an office labeled Tony Khan.
3: I hope he's asking for his release at this point. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Imagine that. I mean, shit. Imagine that. Imagine it's just, it's just nothing. He's just going to get his release because God... I ain't happy with TK or Miro at this point.
2: Mm, yeah, he's just like, God has told me that I need to ask for my release. And then a few <laughs> weeks later, he's on WWE TV. Like, Vince, um, a.k.a. God, uh, has allowed me to come back to wrestling.
3: You're like, God damn it, I am God.
2: <laughs> Good stuff.
3: I mean, he, he did play God at one stage, I'm just saying.
2: Uh, Facebook user actually has a pretty good comment here. Oh, I have a feeling like that's uh, like that's Jeff, but Let's see. spot on.
3: Penta went from intimidating tough X-Factor guy to cartoonish sports entertainer without being entertaining. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm yep. sure that is our very own Dr. Jeff Lippmann, the baddest bunny of them all. Don't worry about Benito. We've got the bad bunny already here at the PwC Network.
2: The baddest. Um, the baddest. Uh, all right. Well, uh, MJF uh, basically has sent in a video about uh, about the pillars. Uh, it's sort of his hype package. I, all of the pillars got a hype package tonight um, to set up for the pay per view uh, four way. Uh, MJF says that uh, you know the gap between him and the other pillars has only gotten bigger uh, since AEW began. And uh, fact check true. Um, <laughs> Max says he Max says he's been he's been in the best dog collar match and the best iron man match in the history of professional wrestling. Now yeah. it's at least arguable though. It's good. Like, no, no, you're right. That's true. What am I that's saying? That's the thing is like it's like I, I I don't know if that's right, but I don't know if I can just offhand be like, no, 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 this match here was way better. I, What's a fucking better dog collar match than the one he had with Punk? What's a better Iron Man match well, than the one he had Well, there hasn't been many...
3: Actually, actually, I will say what was a better dog collar match. It was the Briscoes versus FTR. Okay. That yeah, was
2: no, much that was better. a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was but I mean, better. again,
3: it's arguable. And before that... Right, it's arguable. Look, I will say it's arguable for the Iron Man match. Hmm. Dog collar match. I'm, I think, like I said, the Briscoes and FTR really hit that out of the park, even though it was way too messy. But to be fair, there hasn't been that many dog collar matches. I mean, the one that every, that always stands out is Starrcade '83, I think, if my memory says me right, which was between Greg the Hammer Valentine and uh, and the uh, Roddy Roddy Piper in the NWA at Starcade, back in the heyday. Mm. I think I was only one years old by that point.
2: Right. Well, huh. I still wasn't even a twinkle in <laughs> my father's eye. so
3: <laughs> You weren't. But I saw I it after not. the fact many years later. And, uh, yeah, you can't really compare it to that one, obviously. But that's the one that everybody sort of talks about, though.
2: Okay. Well, um, yeah that that was basically the video so max thinks he's been in the best dog collar match you think that the best dog collar match was one between the briscoes and ftr speaking of ftr they make their entrance next um they come down to the ring and they basically right away say that uh they want they want Jay briscoe to come down to the ring so they can apologize to him about something but instead double j lethal come down to the ring um they (laughs) argue a little. They argue a little bit about uh, a title shot and then Mark comes down to make peace. He says it's clear that uh, uh, Double J Lethal and FTR have a hard time getting along. So Mark's going to be the ref at the pay-per-view match for the titles. Um, He tries to get everybody to drink. There's literally, there's alcohol in the ring on TV. I was very confused. What the fuck? Um, And yeah, then uh, basically uh, Sanjay Dutt spits alcohol in the face of Dax, who's blinded. And while he's blinded, he accidentally hits Mark uh, Briscoe with a pile driver, and that's that's the end of the segment.
3: You know what this reminds me of, Chris? Hmm. Dumb and Dumber.
4: Hmm.
2: Yep, a little bit.
3: They all look like spastics, bro.
2: A little bit. Yeah, and honestly, I know I I keep saying this kind of thing, but I this would have been better as a thirty second video of them just bickering on the farm about who gets to milk the chickens or whatever the fuck, <laughs> and then and then just have Mark be like, "All right, I'm gonna be the special <laughs> guest referee." Okay, Buzz.
3: <laughs> God, I mean, look. I love seeing the Briscoes on the chicken farm, right? That's cool. But when you add in FTR and they're, they're acting just as dumb, eh, it gets a little, I don't know, bro. Like, FTR, since they've re-signed for the so-called four-year contract, have looked like punzers, bro. I
2: mean, I kind of feel like they did, like, I really honestly, and I, I know everybody hates me for this take. I really honestly believe that there there are there is no more selfish a group of wrestlers in professional wrestling than the Elite. I honestly <laughs> think that they decimated the AEW tag team division which for the first 3 years or so was like the highlight of the company. Was the fact that they had a really really good um tag you know uh, tag team division and it it feels like the elite decimated that division so that the three of them could play together and have their little belts
3: yeah i mean what can i say man i mean but but jeff has a good point though here in the chat where he says everyone loves FTR until they get the titles (laughs) Mm. it feels that way i mean they get the titles and then what we're like yeah I, can't, I, can't, I forget that they're even champions. Right now, those tag team championships are the curse of the tag teams. Except for acclaimed. I felt like that done in wonders. But, but anyway.
2: Yeah, and if, if they were allowed to have a feud against a legitimate tag team that actually had some heat behind it, that would be good. I don't think that... I don't think that the problem, like the problem that he's pointing out there, I don't think that it's with FTR. It's with the booking of the rest of the no, tag. No, it division.
3: is the booking. It is the booking.
2: Who's That's... a? Who's a? I mean, who's a tag team that they can feud with right now? Don't say. Don't say the acclaimed because the acclaimed and Daddy ass are are, are are a trios. Right.
3: I mean, it's these don't guy's say cult, the Young clearly. Bucks
2: because the Elite are a trios. You know, like they. Th- who the fuck? I mean. The only people that they can is this makeshift tag team of, you know, Double J Lethal.
3: I would love to see them as champion. But like I said, I blame the guy that's on our screen right now, dude. Look at his eyes. I mean, he knows how to book with eyes like that.
2: Look at that fucking guy. (laughs) Look
3: at this guy. Well, next week we do have a big announcement by that guy once again.
2: We do. Again. Again. Um, And the problem is I actually think that next week is going to be a big announcement because I think he's going to announce the Saturday show next week. But at this point, at this point, he has said the words, you know, special announcement or major announcement or earth shattering announcement or it's going to (laughs) change the face of AEW forever. He's said that so many fucking times that nobody thinks that's real anymore. Every time he says it, we just go, oh, yeah. All right. Well,
3: Tony did wear his grown-up outfit
2: tonight, Jeff. He did. He did. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Chris Jericho uh, is backstage, and he says that he has a court order that says that whenever Jericho's in the arena, Adam Cole isn't allowed in the arena. So. <sighs> so that's dull. cool. That's cool. Um, Roddy. Roddy Strong interrupts, and he says that uh They're going to fight next week, and it's going to be a false count anywhere. Oh, but also, I also got legal counsel, and they say that JAS are banned next week uh, from the match. So this is one of those situations where I kind of do wish we had Jeff on for this because, I mean, it's all this legal nonsense. Um, And, I mean, okay. Chris Jericho saying I've got legal counsel and they, they say that if I'm there then Adam Cole can't be there it's like okay but then Roddy's like but I also got legal counsel and it's like can you guys when, just when, fight when. yeah why are when. you such bitches like since when since when was legal counsel a face move like the heel when. saying oh I went and got my lawyer you know fine but the fucking face saying yeah, "Well, we've got I I went and got my lawyer. Also, I mean, we just heard Chris Jericho in this segment say, I went and got legal counsel, so you can't be there. And then Roddy shows up, and he just magically already has a paper. How did he know?
3: Beats me. He beats me. How does he fucking know? I, I, I... We need Jeff to, to answer this question,
2: really, Chris. Anyway, stupid. Um, stupid. Renee is backstage, and uh, Thunder Rosa shows up, and Renee says, oh, Thunder, you're here. How, you know, are you... Are you how, what's going is on? How they, is
3: this how they re-bring really wrestlers back, right? Like this? I,
2: I guess so. And then Thunder Rosa just says, huh, yeah, it looks like today's a good day to talk to, Pop, to Papa Tony, huh? And then she <sighs> goes in the same door that Miro went in, so... Is
3: it a forbidden door, though, Chris? Or was it a couch... Uh if you know you know, were they casting a couch cast, if you know what I mean?
2: I don't know, but <laughs> if they were, I want to see the video. Um
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, Papa fucking who's your puppy now, Thunder. I'm just Papa saying. Tony. <laughs> Papa Tony.
2: I also sometimes Papa Tony. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> um
2: Yeah, so I mean listen we can sort of talk about it now as like this is sort of a running theme for the show Is like right so we've, we've got Miro already now we've got Thunder Rosa it's this you know these people are returning and they want to talk to Tony right so there's a little bit of realism here where there's people who we know have problems with others backstage and they're showing up to to basically talk to to tony and i mean this is a really good if this is what it is and it seems like it is it i mean if this is like the beginnings of like the pillars of collision i'm excited to see it i really really like this already
3: well speaking of excitement and liking i think someone's here <laughs> Jeff lippman <laughs> careful, careful, don't overdo it already, <laughs> Jeff. Be careful, be careful. What's going on, Mister Doctor Jeff Libman? Welcome to the skirmish.
5: Wow, ah, thanks. You rang?
2: You rang? Yes, well, we did. Um, some legal, some legal stuff going on on the show tonight, and I just thought, you know, this would be a good time to have Jeff on. Uh, Chris Jericho. Basically said that uh, you know he he got an injunction so mm. that uh, so that Adam Cole wouldn't be allowed to be in the arena with them and then you know Rod Roderick Strong comes in and he challenges him to a match and uh, it's going to be a falls count anywhere match which I guess is going to give them an excuse to why you know Adam Cole was able to get involved because Chris wasn't in the arena for the finish. Um, But then Roddy also comes and he says, well, I also got an injunction that says the JAS is barred from ringside. So they're barred from but they're barred from the arena, too. So it's like I don't understand exactly what the fucking point of this is. And also, how did Roddy know to go get legal counsel? And also, is getting legal counsel really a face move in wrestling?
5: no and i'm not really sure that there is legal causes of action for stipulations in wrestling matches um i suppose that could be part of contract negotiation but i'm pretty sure this is not real but it seems to me that if roddy had a problem he knows the problem and he could have even things up with the problem marina shafir ah nice very nice
3: very nice well played jeff well played Thank you, thank you very, thank you
5: very much. I mean, I was seeing
3: Jargo or
5: Homeboy '68 pretending to be me. So
3: '68, Homeboy '68. Where's Homeboy '77? I don't know. I don't know. He's uh, probably working tonight. <laughs> well, that's why you're the EST of the PWC, Jeff. There you that's go. Right. That's, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> he's the Homeboy '1984. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's a lot older than '1984, but
2: a
1: lot.
3: A lot older than no, he, meant, he
5: meant 1984 BCE, so <laughs> he's
2: ancient. Yeah,
3: <laughs> well, that anyway, poor Chris, old man. that poor old man, shout out to the homeboy, whichever number.
2: All right, well, let's keep moving along here. Uh, there's a Sammy hype video for the pay per view main event, basically uh, showing us why we should cheer for Sammy because Sammy's a great guy and he, <sighs> he works really hard and he's. You know, he's he's done nothing but improve, and he's great, and uh, and he loves pro wrestling, et cetera, et cetera. Um, isn't he a fucking heel, Jimmy? I, I'm confused.
3: I have no idea, but I guess, uh, you know, since the trans thing is a big deal going around the world, can we call this the trans of professional wrestling in many ways? Like, Think I about mean, it.
5: You mean he's a, he's a trans face?
3: Yes. He's a chance uh, face. You know what <laughs> I mean? Why? I'm sorry. No offense to any, anyone out there. I'm not trying to be derogatory or anything, but that's what comes to mind. Trans. I
2: he mean, can, what else is he? He can he? identify as whatever he wants.
3: That's it. So that's what professional wrestling is becoming, Jeff. It's
5: trans.
4: Uh,
3: yeah.
5: Well, I have noticed that Sammy and Ty have been acting a little bit facey lately um and so yeah maybe you know they haven't been part of the jas and anna js hasn't been part of the jas either and she's sort of in a facey position so yeah there there is definitely a transition going on uh nobody's really talking about it on air but it's there i i don't know why they want it to be three faces against mjf but i guess they want (laughs) everyone aligned against mjf even though He's going to win, and none of these zeros can possibly hold a world championship. As as lackluster as MJF's has been, it's not really him. It's like
3: he's had to carry all these this this dead weight of personality. You mean pieces of shit? They're not the four pillars. They're the three pieces of shit at this point. I
5: I mean, if we want to go with pillars, I mean, I guess Punk can be the Samson and then tear down (laughs) the pillars, and you know, maybe, maybe you know, start over again with some new pillars and. You know some people who are in wrestling i mean two of oh. these four pillars are nothing at all dark you know darby has his role i wouldn't call him a pillar i agree but about darby a, i'd darby.
4: Say he's a valuable
5: player but a yeah. pillar, nah
3: yep i mean we oh, do have 100%. a walls of jericho i mean the walls of jericho did come down eventually but yeah. right but I mean, Roger. Yeah, but how,
2: but how strong were those walls really? Somebody that's yelled true. at them and they came down. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, I true. mean, that's, that's true.
5: true. The, yeah. The, the Canaanites didn't do so well once the Israelis crossed, uh, you know, out of Sinai. I mean, well, well it was like some, uh, they, they walked around the building seven times and blew some horns and like 100,000 Canaanites died.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty weak sauce. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in fairness... It's just to- your game up, Canaanites. Oh, wait, you're gone now because you built really <laughs> shitty walls.
5: <laughs> in, in fairness, I mean, God was a dick, but he was a dick to everyone Ooh. back then. It's just he took turns being oh. who he was going to be dickish towards.
2: That's the true. If he's a man, he's God. He's definitely a dick. That's true. I want you to kill these people and not just them. I want you to kill their women and their children and their cattle and I want you to salt the fucking <laughs> earth afterwards.
5: <laughs> That's right. Don't, don't touch my <laughs> angels. Cause yeah. Old
2: Testament God was hardcore. Yeah. God damn it!
5: Old Testament God was metal. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old Testament God is tight. Um, right. Wow, 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 wow! Wow, well,
3: tight's coming back in in 2023.
2: Cool. Um, all right, so Tony Khan he uh, gives his backstage little thing. He's he's wearing a suit today, like a like a real suit. Um, like a big boy. Yeah, oh, not, there, yeah, not a Canadian tuxedo, an actual suit. <laughs> um,
3: Canadian tuxedo.
2: Basically, he's happy about tonight's show in Detroit. It's a real big show and real great. What a great show in Detroit. And yeah. uh, also, he says there will be a huge announcement next week. Um, it's going to shape the future of, of professional wrestling and AEW, and it'll be earth-shattering and amazing, and just show up and listen, please. Um I'm guessing that that's going to be the announcement about, uh, Saturday show, which again, tentatively is called collision or will be called collision. Um, and that's good. Here's my question though. Um, has he already cried wolf, so to speak? Um, like this is something that I've talked about in terms of politics before, um, specifically when Trump was running, um, all of the all of the liberal, you know, uh, people, uh, newspapers, politicians, they all said Trump's a racist and he's going to break the world if you if we if, if he becomes president. Right. Yeah. And that should have meant something, except that they said the exact same thing about Mitt Romney and they said the exact same thing about George Bush. And they said the exact same thing about basically every Republican, uh, you know, who was running for the last 30 years so that by the time it was it by by the time trump was running it was already the boy who cried wolf they said well you know he's a racist and he's gonna break the whole world and everybody just went yeah but that's what you said about mitt (laughs) so you know for me i kind of wonder and i'll ask jeff first and then and then i'll ask jimmy first and then we'll, we'll get to jeff but like jimmy has he already cried wolf to the point where you personally, like as somebody who watches professional wrestling, do you actually trust that he has something important to say when he has these announcements or are you just like, yeah, no, I've heard this before.
3: Uh, The latter. I've heard this before. I mean, does he need to actually come out and say, I've got a big announcement, kids. It's going to shake the foundations of AEW to the point where we go bust. It just collapses. I mean, seriously. I, I'm sick of it. And yeah, look, man. At the end of the day, someone is leaking information to the dirt sheets all the time. Whether it's TK. I'm, I'm actually thinking it is TK to get a little hype, right? So what's the point of these announcements? When we already know what it's going to be.
2: Well, it's to try to pop a rating. I, I get why but he's well, Everyone doing knows.
3: It. Everyone knows already. Right. What rating is it really going to pop?
2: And that's my point. At this point, he said it at like every other week for the last 6 right. fucking months, you know. to a
3: puppy's cherry. That's what he needs a pup. <laughs> I'm just Jeff, saying.
2: Jeff, what do you think? Is this is this has he just jumped the shark in terms of these announcements at this point? Do, like do these announcements do you think that they actually are continuing to have an impact or, you know, at this point is he kind of overusing it?
5: A little bit above i mean i think that you know the the audience itself is sort of diminishing so the people who are having it's having an effect on it are is a smaller audience but that's an audience that's not going to go away and i mean the one thing about this one he basically teased it he was talking about how you know we've got more stars waiting to be on and i think that we can create a whole lot more content i mean basically tipped his hands and this has already been tipped because we know that may 17th is the upfront. the networks are doing the all, all the upfront so it it's going to be announced in probably a more clinical way, you know, uh, or or in a, in a forum that most wrestling fans won't be privy to and won't be able to see it, or they'll just read about it. So it, this is going to be him being able to put his best spin on it. I, I heard the show from the beginning, so I know that you revealed some of the information that I've had. I mean, I can't really confirm it, confirm it, I've, I, but I have double-sourced it, The but, the, uh, you know, I can't validate the sources though um not entirely anyway but that part doesn't matter i mean the, the, you know no one's going to hear that anyway at least for, for the time being um I, I think everyone knows what it is and and but you already have the the media speculating that it's it's beyond that that he's going to announce the dollar amounts no he's not and and that it, it's also going to he's also going to announce that the, the ple's are going to go to streaming or you know, the pay-per-views are going to go to streaming hbmx no he's not he's, he's just talking about another show that will be his next major announcement he's going to he's going to you know divide these things up he's going to ration them um just like M- wwe tries to ration the, the news cycle too so um but yeah i think that everybody knows what the announcement on wednesday is going to be um but i think the diehard fans like to hear it it makes it feel concrete or real to them i mean so yes he's definitely abused the announcement thing yes it's definitely a bit of a boy who cries wolf, but with, with, in this diminished audience era that we're in, I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, if he if he pops 30,000, they'll be seen as a great success. If, if, really? If it's the same, you know, no one's going to blame it on the announcement. And then, you know, it, it's it's always the same arguments with AEW. You, you get something, it's blown completely out of proportion and you start fighting against the truth and sounding like you're a hater when you're just going, like... I just wish, like, like the average AEW fan would go, I really like having an alter- alternative to WWE. It's easy for me to see. It's on cable. They're giving me wrestlers and the kind of wrestling I like. I'm not saying that. I, I don't really care if the dude makes money or not. He's probably losing money, but he can afford to. And that's really all I care about. And apparently the networks are happy enough with what it is. And even if he's paying for the time, I don't care because the networks are making money either way and they're happy with it. And that's all I care about. If that was the general attitude of the AEW fan base, I'd be like, Righteous brother, cool. Nice. Yeah, but bar- it's not bar- unfortunately. Yeah, right. It's like, no, you're an idiot. They're getting one point exactly. two billion dollars and, and that's that's only sixty six uh million or sixty seven million dollars per show per hour. And that that's cheap. That's a bargain. It's that's that's cheap programming. No no it's not cheap programming. That's not cheap programming. Um but anyway. We'll see. And the truth eventually will come out. But by the time it comes out, you know, there'll, there'll be a whole new bevy of lies and nobody will be interested anymore. I mean, there'll, there'll be people six months from now still talking about that one point one, one point two billion dollar report that the person who allegedly put it out said, I never said that somebody right. was using my
2: name. Yeah, no, exactly. And that seems to be sort of the way that I, th- this sort of seems to be like the way that a lot of news cycles work, not just in professional wrestling. It seems like the news actually works this way now. Especially where they,
3: nowadays, right? They
2: say so many lies so often that by the time you get to a point where somebody's proven them wrong, they're already on to 17 other lies that they're telling you. And that that's – it's it's again, like it's not just wrestling news. It's news in general now where you – like I'm to the point where like, you know <laughs> – even to, like just to touch on the news a little bit, but this is this is, you know, per, you know, wrestling news is a lot like this, too. But like in the news, for instance. Right. I, I, I have said a lot and I'll continue to say, like, Donald Trump is a shitty person. I don't think that Donald Trump is a good man. I really don't. Um, whether or not he was good as a president, I, I can get into that with other people or whatever. But like, I don't think he's a good person. But I still question his his recent – like the, the recent civil case. I still question it because I do hear people who are professionals, who are way too obsessed about politics, who shouldn't be, who should be able to separate those things and who I see less and less capable of doing that. I see more and more situations where I'm left in a situation where I'm questioning um, – a civil like a, a civil case even when I think the person's a piece of shit like that's how bad things have gotten in terms of like where this is going and I mean professional wrestling is one thing but when I when, when that starts to become the reality of the world then I start to really go okay how much longer is Western civilization gonna be before we fucking collapse <laughs> um but Jesus. professional wrestling not that serious um Anyway, if we get a show with Punk, Miro, Thunder Rosa, and FTR, I'm I'm down. I'll watch Saturdays.
3: (laughs) Oh, absolutely! Actually, I'm I'm looking forward to a Saturday night show. In fact,
5: it's a terrible time slot. I mean, you know, I mean, like even abnormal people go out on Saturday nights. But yeah, that's what the DVR is for.
6: Yeah, I mean exactly. Right.
2: DV, every, everything it's DVR'd now. Um, okay, so c- coming up next, we've got an AEW International Championship match between Orange Cassidy and Daniel Garcia. <sighs> um, it's a pretty solid opening. Cassidy and Garcia begin with some arm ringers and headlocks, and then it really quickly uh, just becomes some silly crap uh, where Cassidy's doing his lazy thing, and Garcia just kind of looks at him while he's doing the lazy thing. Um, yeah, if, if you've seen an Orange Cassidy match, you've seen an Orange Cassidy match. Uh, I don't understand why some heel doesn't take this away from the crowd. Like, the, the the point of a heel is to take things away from the crowd, right? You want, you want the crowd to not get to see the thing that they want to see. Um, for instance... In the, in the Jay White match against Commander, his job, right, was basically to take away the, you know, the tightrope walk thing the Commander t- the commander does, right? So, there was at least two times in that match where Commander started his tightrope tight rope walk and Jay White took it away, right? And it made the crowd go, oh, oh, right? And that, ah oh, oh, is what you want out of the crowd if you're a heel, right? So, if I'm a heel, And I'm wrestling Orange Cassidy and Orange Cassidy. I have Orange Cassidy in an arm in an arm bar or something, some kind of a some kind of a wrist lock hold. And Cassidy goes down and then he just gets real fucking lazy for a second. I'm not going to stand there for five seconds while he milks that. He's going to do that for one second and then I'm going to cinch up on the fucking arm. Fuck you. okay? fuck you, you little shit. You're not doing that to me in our match. Okay. yeah, he's going to do one of those little weak kicks and I'm going to fucking hit him with a with a clothesline. You're going down. And then later in the match. Right. I can we can build to a spot where he can maybe get in one of those of those situations. While like he's hit me with a super kick and I'm dazed. And then he does like a couple of the weak kicks or whatever. Right. Sure. But I mean, why aren't the heels taking this away? That's their job. Am I am I am I crazy or is this like simple pro wrestling one hundred and one that everybody just seems to miss, Jeff?
5: I mean, you're not crazy. The, the 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 craziness is on the other side. The craziness is Tony Khan and enough of the AEW fan base that they want to see Orange Cassidy's shtick. They want to see that, and they want to see it win one way or another. Um, I mean, and is there anybody left on earth that's still invested in daniel garcia i mean was anyone ever
3: invested in daniel garcia jeff i mean people from
2: buffalo that's it there were when he broke his
3: leg when dt gave him money right he he had an indie file sort of like your roh core he he had that core i
5: mean it's a small group and then there were others that were pretended but there's a big group for orange casting when i say big what do i mean i don't know and maybe half a million whatever it is it's too many this is this is a shtick that should have had a you know three week to three month you know lifespan before before people got bored of it uh, you know the half-life should have expired a long long time ago um i don't understand it i don't understand people seeing him i don't i don't get the whole thing and it's on every single week at least it wasn't the opening match this week um it was weird because you know tony obviously the order of the show and when he did that recorded segment uh, he was wearing that same outfit like last time he did a recorded segment which i think was only last week so he probably did them both back to back at the same time or he really only has one big boy outfit um but he's saying tonight is a pay-per-view level event which they started talking about like two days ago and i by the time the orange cassidy daniel garcia match actually started it was more than 40 minutes into the show and in a two hour show, if you're talking about a pay per view level event, th- like they should have already been up to match three. I'm like, there's been a lot of talking for your pay per view level show. I mean, I mean, this is in WWE where you have one 25 minute match and then 17 <laughs> commercials and recaps. And they were doing a lot of recap. And like the recaps weren't terrible, but today is May 10th and the show is May 27th. So shouldn't this have been on the like more like, on the 21st or 22nd, whenever the dynamite is the go-home dynamite, as opposed should, to one, two and a half weeks but it's before. Not. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and you're advertising as a pay-per-view match? Throw some matches on there. <laughs> you got people, throw, throw throw them on. I I don't know. I I found this show to be strange, but I didn't think everything was terrible, but I'm never
3: going to like the, an Orange it was a, match. It was a bit of a show than the last few couple of weeks, that's for sure, but... Yeah. I mean, I'm just touching on the Orange Cassidy thing and why heels aren't allowed to do what they're supposed to be doing, Chris. Mm -hmm. This is the answer.
2: Yep. No, but it is. That's exactly the answer. That's the
3: fucking answer, bro. When you've got your fucking boss being the Mark Todd fanboy for Orange Cassidy, I'm sorry, Chris, but they've got no chance. The heels just don't have a chance. Are you saying we didn't actually kill Saddam Hussein? (laughs) look at that face look at tk he looks like he's coking off his fucking
2: face seriously he's so fucking happy to be there he's just like he's got he's got at least like a semi hard on right there you know oh my
3: god
5: he looks like i can't believe he does not have a shirt with him on it doing the same pose
3: (laughs) (laughs) or at least shad i mean look at he's fucking fucking small tool seriously he's got yellow teeth man i mean with those billions of dollars he could have widened his teeth you'd think uh,
4: but seriously anyway,
3: he, anyway. but seriously tk looks like every troublemaker sort of uh looking arab off the street you know what i mean <laughs> no,
5: no I, don't. I don't know what you mean
2: explain yourself jimmy oh well <laughs> just kidding yeah, don't, no 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 don't don't we don't need a replay hey, no, I've, got, I've got plenty
3: of it no back no it's not please man oh, yeah. you've got lots of got Arab a, he, friends I've got a lot of Arab I grew up with Arabs sure. man they'll, they'll understand what I mean I mean come on I can't on. be a racist Good. I'm uh, not being racist oh my god come on bro that's not being I just, racist it's time. I can't uh,
5: believe that Tony Khan looks like trouble if, from any corner any ethnicity yeah he, he looks shifty he's Pakistani <laughs> not Arab So he
3: is god. he is Pakistani that's right speaking of Pakistan did you bet Imran Khan anyone if anyone knows who that is No, do tell. Well, do you know who Imran Khan is, Jeff?
5: No, I've heard of Enron and I've heard of Khan, but not together.
3: Ah, well, there's a famous Pakistani that's been arrested. Not that you care, because you. Oh yeah, yeah, that I heard. I didn't. didn't. Right, right, and put it this way: he's against corruption, right? He's the most popular guy because he's a famous cricketer, right? And he was a great cricketer at that, as actually, and basically they're trying to shut him up because he cares about Pakistan unlike the current government. So, yeah, prepare to see him be suicided soon.
5: He's been arrested, so, you know, step one. Yeah, but
3: they're bullshit. They're bullshit charges, though. I I suppose.
5: I mean, listen, whenever there's unrest in Pakistan, people should
3: pay attention. Absolutely, they they should. But anyway,
5: that was just Any country that has nuclear
2: bombs, (laughs) (laughs) pay attention when shit's going down. Anyway, Kirsten Cage comes out with Luchasaurus, uh cage is asked how he can be the number one contender for the tnt championship good question cage basically says hey detroit shut up um (laughs) and uh i get the shot because i'm awesome and when you're awesome like me you can just walk in and demand you get a title shot so that's cool um Yeah. yeah
5: He also has no daddy issues but he can spot them he
2: doesn't he doesn't but he definitely can see when other people have daddy issues um i gotta say motown was giving christian the dominic mysterio treatment here they booed heavy the entire time he was talking like they wanted to shut him up um
5: but do you think that it's because he left it hanging out too long who Aaron Anderson was trying to replace because his other son just committed suicide or died a mysterious. Is that how he like died? was a suicide? Was
2: it? I, I, well, I've about to say it made me slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. And then oh, he
5: then he said it was yeah. Brock, uh, and and that that actual story was actually pretty good, um, but I think the pregnant pause there was not by accident. And listen, it's wrestling; you, you've got to be rough, and you know I assume that arn knew that was coming no i don't actually assume that but i hope Aaron knew I that was coming did. right but that that's a little bit rough for like what probably you know within two months time is going to be remembered as a very unimportant event and a one match feud
4: yep. yeah
3: that's true he's right
2: know, exactly. does get
3: heat though chris for some reason
2: he gets great heat he's a fantastic yeah. uh heel really uh, well, he ends, that's a he heel, en- folks. <laughs> he ends it with and Detroit, kiss my ass. So, well, wow. just ass. solid heel stuff from Christian there. um Video package airs airs to hype Jungle Boy for the main event at the pay per view. Um, yeah, no, uh, Jungle Boy's after this one was, sorry, this one was uh, skateboarding. So it was Darby. Oh, it was mostly just him skateboarding, skateboarding and doing some extreme sports and stuff and.
3: Just after he got like hit by a car in New York City
5: while skateboarding, yeah. and Sting saying he's terrific.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was that. He's yeah, well. great because he's because he's willing to try hard, and he's like Sting. Yeah,
5: try hard. Literally wears black and white face paint, which is you know.
2: Yeah. That's Woo! Like eight We're out of ten points, right there. Pretty much, yeah. He's he's already vampiro.
3: <laughs> oh, he's vampiro now.
2: See how much further he can go with it. Um mm. Next up, there's a no holds barred match between Julia Hart and Anna J. Screw job, anyone. Oh, my <laughs> fucking god. Um, yeah. Hart comes out singing a creepy song, and I kind of wish they would have let that play through because it was like an actually kind of a creepy song. I know she wasn't she really singing sing, it, bro. but because she can't uh, sing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean i i wish they would play that up a little bit more like what what does the song do like does the song have mystical what does does she use those those you know does she use the singing to to you know rule over the house of black or like what what's the point anyway she got interrupted you, know, I, agree with you.
5: I i don't i don't i don't this i think you're giving that short shrift. to us it it like they didn't show us whether she was just lip-syncing to a song her own song like that scarlet does or if this was like like chanting or or she was mesmerized like some force had her you know took control of her soul with the song like with some sort of like chant of cthulhu and and that would be interesting her just lip-syncing a song is not interesting
3: she got sprayed that's why jeff
5: <laughs> well that was that was like two years ago
3: jimmy <laughs> was... yeah and so was this my, wrong spray <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> i love your reactions every time anyway continue chris uh
5: well jeff was talking
2: oh uh, jeff, yes. i,
5: I, I may actually okay. you were talking and i interrupted
2: no, no no good uh it was good it was good um okay i'm gonna say something here that's gonna be um Some people are going to think this is controversial and those people are stupid Um, matches between untalented but beautiful women were what that was fine in the attitude era. Um, mm-hmm. when they were basically just coming out to have a fight in jello or whatever.
4: Jello. Um, mm.
2: but this shit where I watch really fucking bad wrestling between two people who really don't know how to fucking wrestle in a match that really highlights mm-hmm. how much they don't know how to fucking wrestle. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't want to watch wrestling school, I just don't like. Until you're actually a polished professional, you shouldn't have a fucking wrestling match on TV. Heart wins by submission. And just, I was so thankful this was fucking over, man. Like, and again, you've got two beautiful women and they're both gorgeous, right? I I can't, I wanted to turn the fucking TV off. This was so so bad. So, what you're
3: saying, basically, Chris, is that you want to bring back, uh, Brian Panties matches for women like this who can't wrestle properly.
2: If it's these two, yep. Okay. That's about the only reason I want to see them on TV. Jeff, well, what do you think? Um, I fast forwarded through this. I yeah, you did. Looked,
5: looked fine <laughs> yeah, to you me. Did. I, I didn't mean, even I, watch it. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I fast forwarded through that. I mean, I was surprised that they gave. Um, you know, Julia Hart to win a little bit because she's been getting absolutely demolished and everything else, but it didn't look like a particularly interesting match or good match. I mean, sure, if I want to look at Anna Jay's ass, that could have been interesting and Pretty her It was too, sort of Julie. cool. Um I don't know, Julia Hart, you know, she just doesn't sell me as being tough. I know she for looks like
3: trailer trash, let's be honest, guys. She's good looking, but for trailer trash.
5: Well, I mean, but I'm just saying she doesn't look physically imposing. I mean, she's not exactly real, but she's not exactly not real. I mean, right, she's right. she's sort of more in the Dakota Kai, Aaliyah camp. Even worse, of, um...
2: because she can't wrestle, really. Yeah, because the both of them can wrestle a lot better than she can. Yep. Yeah, no, right.
5: I, the, the, this is true. Um, And she put on a submission you know sort of out of nowhere it looked like she got powerbombed but she put the submission on and i don't know i didn't i didn't understand the whole match granted i fast forwarded and i didn't rewind to try to understand it and i figured i didn't care and i figured i would listen to you guys tell me about it but i didn't know i was going to be uh page during my pro bono hours so during my office hours
3: Huh. Oh, yeah. you work late, late, night. Shift. Only for you guys. <laughs> Only for
5: you guys, and and, and uh, Homeboy eighty oh. eight.
2: Yeah. Um. All right. So speaking of Julia Hart, uh, the best friends are backstage. They're excited for their match against the House of Black, a House Rules match. <laughs> Tony has a problem with gambling, like because like everything is everything is a gambling. The like House
3: joke. of Darkness match, Jeff. Oh, that's oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, Whatever it is. Here we go. House Here rules. There we go. Right.
4: <laughs> got, it. got it. I got it. I
3: understand. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, While we talk about these, the lights are out for me. Can okay. The know?
2: lights can stay out for you. That's fine. Nobody <laughs> wants to see you anyway. Um, Screw you, Chris. Everyone anyway, the best you. friends didn't know that they got to pick the stipulation because they're idiots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Isn't it funny? They're stupid. <laughs> It's, it's <laughs> funny because they're stupid.
5: <laughs> it is a little funny that they're stupid now that I think about it. Stupid?
3: Jeez. They've been stupid for years. I mean, come on.
5: Yeah, but it hasn't always been funny.
2: True. Still, That's true. Um, so they quickly decide that the stipulation that they want is that they don't want any spooky witches at ringside. Nice. So they want
3: some uh, spooky bitches.
2: I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess... Like, uh, if you if you had, like, uh, I don't even know. Somebody come out and just be try try to be spooky and bitchy at the same time. Maybe <laughs> hey, Vicky Shedda- Guerrero in black.
3: Hey, excuse me. She's pretty bitchy to her own fucking kids, dude. I mean, yeah. anyway. And witchy. What, but what Shedda- if she came out just in, like, a
5: pure white outfit with a white cape and she wasn't spooky uh-huh. at all? And she just fooled
3: ah, her. She was, like, angelic?
5: Yeah, right. she looked like you know, like the White Witch, but you know, Ooh. with a black heart. But you wouldn't know. But
2: what if she just came out and and they and they were like, "Oh no, you got to go back because you're a witch." And she was like, "Excuse me, do you have any idea the history of of witchcraft in this country and what people have done? Yeah, in, in the name in the name of anti witch um, like oppression. Mm-hmm. My me. God, I'm offended." Yeah. And like Wicca a is
5: carry. an acknowledged religion. And by the way, I also got legal counsel, and you can't discriminate against witches. We're a
3: protected class. There you yeah, go. Yeah. No discrimination against witches.
2: Right. Okay, yeah. so there's a 20 count for this match, which is basically all I got about the special rules here. There's a 20 count uh for stuff outside the ring. There is. Yeah.
3: Wait, there's a twenty count now? That's in in the...
5: in the open challenge. In the house rules women. matches. Yes.
3: Oh, oh. because oh, How do you know? Because I didn't explain it. And the challenger
5: gets to pick whether there's no DQ or not, but they didn't actually make a choice here. They just said no spooky witches. Um, So that was unclear. And apparently there's no rope breaks, which of course wouldn't apply if there was no DQ anyway. So it's a bit redundant 50% of the time. Yeah,
3: and 50% of the time, at least, because we've seen it how many times also, Jeff.
5: Exactly. And I mean, not that these refs know the rules anyway, and I don't remember That's what your last condition is, to be frank with you. And <laughs> this is this is way too complicated for wrestling. especially Way
3: too match. complicated.
5: Like, if it was the same rules every match or the same stipulations every match, that would be one thing. But because it can be different every match, it's... Really too much to have to follow for what are already chaotic matches by design in trios.
2: Yep. Um, they keep the lights off in the arena during Which this match. Which is so
3: stupid, because I couldn't see shit.
2: I guess maybe it makes it easier to see if you're in the crowd. I don't know. I oh, Of
5: course. I mean, I mean, is that part of the House of Black rules that the, the the lights are out? Because I don't remember seeing that one. The two times they listed the rules,
2: I just so I gotta be honest with you. Like, special lighting needs to go the fuck away for a little while now. Um, yeah, we that had the so red. Shindy. We had the red lighting for the Hell in a Cell match between Rollins and and uh, the Fiend, and that was, that disaster. was disaster. We disaster. had the special lighting for the Fiend's match against La Knight. Now we've got special lighting stuff going. On. Just stop with the special lighting; it's fucking nonsense. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, figure. yeah, it's a six-man match for the trios championship. Um, everyone in the match just kind of does what they do well. King shows off his power. Black and Murphy are strikers. Uh, Bandito oh, does some some cool jumping stuff. And uh, but dude, the that best knee, friends are there.
3: That knee from Buddy onto fucking Bandito looked vicious, man
2: looked great. I've been saying, and I'll continue to say this, like, if Murphy could... If Murphy... I think Murphy has done a disservice being in this group, and I think that him yeah. with a heel manager would be really fucking good, because I actually think that, bell to bell, Murphy's one of the best guys they have on the roster.
3: Yeah, in-ring, in terms of in-ring, absolutely, but he's bland yeah. as a personality, unfortunately, and... He's gotta relax. He's gotta be he's got clearly he's jealous of uh Dom, Dom in real life, Jeff. I mean, did you <laughs> see what he's been doing on social media? Yeah, yeah, well, your name might be on your on her backside, but I get to touch it every night. Chill I the know, fuck right? out, buddy. Relax. Yeah. Stop,
5: stop, stop, kill, stop still killing your girlfriend's thing because she yeah. she's yeah. the uh she's the star right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is this is honestly like if uh, if somebody was dating a famous actress and then showed up on every red carpet to be like, you, you know that those kisses in that movie are fake, right, guys? I'm I'm a real boyfriend. I'm 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 the one who actually Dude. I actually get to stick my penis inside her. That guy yeah. didn't really. That was just fake. That was Whoa. just for the, like. Shut wow. the fuck up, Murphy. What the fuck is I know. wrong with he's, you?
3: He's a fucking clown for doing that because he. Why do you is... have to
2: keep reminding us? We know. We fucking I know. know.
3: He needs to shut the fuck up, and he's clearly, he gets jealous easy, Chris. It's anything I can think of, dude. Clearly, he feels I, threatened by Dom Dom.
2: I guess so. Anyway, yeah, this was a pretty, uh, uh, it was a pretty all right match. There was some interesting things. Like you said, that knee from Murphy on wow. Bandito looked sick. Um, <laughs> I think that hurt him legitimately. Black's work is always good. I really like Alistair Black or what Malachi Black. Malachi um, and- Black. And King is actually pretty good too in the ring, like bell to bell, he's fun. Um, the I three like of this them gel
3: perfectly together though, for sure.
2: Yeah, no, they do, they do. And keep them together, keep keep rolling with this. Um, anyway, the the House of Black wins, and uh, right away we go to backstage where Orange Cassidy's laying on the ground, and one of the guys from Aussie Open seems oh, to God. help me help me here. He seems oh. to have the WWE Cruiserweight title. One of the The IWGP belts and and he picks up the international title.
3: And he had the SmackDown WWE Tag Team Championship, the blue one. I don't know if you saw that. No,
2: I thought it was the Cruiserweight title. It was blue. blue.
3: That's purple, the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, I was too busy trying to figure out who it was. Yeah, you know what? I won't lie. I kind of didn't realize who it was either at first. Until he started going, Aussie, 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 whatever the fuck. The fact right? Right? that
2: you didn't know who the Aussie <laughs> I kid Open you guy not, is. I didn't it's click,
3: like... man. I didn't <laughs> click. And then on top of that, once I did click, and you know me, guys, I've been talking how much I like Aussie Open, but I will say this, this cringed the fuck out of me, man. Sure. And why is it even necessary? How how does this help
5: anything? Like, why isn't It made isn't no this, sense. Why isn't this pack... Why isn't this one Nero came back? Why why isn't this Kip Sabian, who I've never been a fan of, but he had an absolutely brilliant match when he challenged for for that title? I I think it was with Orange Cassidy, in fact, Though it yep. might have been with Pat. Oh yes, no no,
6: oh.
2: it was Cassidy, and it was a good match.
5: His psychology was amazing. Um, wow, you know I I you know why are they importing somebody and why are they importing somebody who's, I mean. Let's, let's be frank. It's not particularly important. Yeah, he's got a bunch of belts, so what? He's a tag team wrestler in a solo match, so there's not a whole lot of tension here. So wh- what's the point? I mean, at least if they brought in, I don't know, Naito, you know, who, who's oh, maybe I'd on the back end of his that. career or whatever. No, but, but, but at least he's a star and you could see him getting the title and that can be an angle where oh, Orange Cassidy dad. wants to get his title back. A forbidden door, wow. two in two That's months. That's the best thing you've right?
3: ever said, Jeff. That's, I mean, I agree. Yeah, it's 100%. Something that
5: makes sense. I mean, it, it, instead it's it's this guy. I mean, you know, one of the two, the the one that I call a, a tall jar of mayonnaise, and the other one is like a Hellman's squat jar of mayonnaise.
3: <laughs> They're named after tennis okay, with citrus. Jeff?
2: Um, yeah. I don't. I, and is he doing a belt collector gimmick? I don't understand what the fuck the thing I, with the belts I, was. Why? I why guess. is he? Why does he legally allowed to have a WWE title in his hand? What the fuck is that?
3: It's probably a mock up. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of indies out there that make belts that look exactly like the WWE championships, but there's a slight difference. I'm assuming it's some shindy promotion from somewhere. I'm, I'm sure but, it's no. one of the
5: Japanese belts that he has. But oh, who the I fuck mean, knows? But but. but why, why is he allowed in the locker room?
3: <laughs> I don't have a clue. I, I have no idea, Jeff. I mean, I, I can't answer that question. You're going to have to ask this bloke. Which one? I, I mean, can't tell the Well, that's debatable too. I mean, <laughs> either one. You can, I mean, seriously, I I have no idea. Or could it be just this bloke? Oh, him by
2: that.
3: Yeah, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's bizarro world in fucking AEW. I have no idea why, why this happened, why he was weird in saying it i have no idea i can't answer this question i was kind of shocked too
2: well speaking of cocaine um <laughs> jungle boy needs to get some the next time he does a video package because Oof. god damn there was a video hype package and i say hype like this was this was not hype at all even a little bit um yeah this is bad. jungle boy is a fucking charisma vacuum <sighs> uh, this video package did more to make me not want to see this match than literally anything they've done so far.
3: Yo, yo, homeboy, we've already mentioned you a million times and you haven't even heard it. (laughs)
2: Talk about how old you are. Yeah. You're old.
3: (laughs) Anyway. Nothing Nothing to to add. add. Jungle,
5: Jungle Boy is an absolute zero. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I know. There's nothing to add, really. I couldn't give a fuck about Jungle Boy. All right, really? sounds
5: good. I mean, he uh, was let's... funny in contrast when Christian said, "Your father's not even famous, wardless, so nobody cares that he's dead." <laughs> that, <laughs>
3: Ooh, that was good. <laughs> speaking of paranoid though, and Buddy Murphy, look, he's paranoid now. What? Why? Relax, homeboy. It's nothing but love, bro. We're talking about gay. your brothers.
5: It was just about the gay sex videos.
3: Yeah, like Homeboy '77, Homeboy '1984. We're talking about all them. All
5: right, the dick pics with Riddle with with <laughs> you nearby.
3: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. With riddle, just in camera shot. <laughs> anyway,
5: strange angles. Yeah, Didn't know you strange, could
3: float. Actually. Ooh, he can float. Jeez. Anyway, Chris, did he go? What happened? I don't know. The screen's frozen,
5: so I don't know if that it's affecting his um audio. All right. Well, Jimmy, you're gonna have to pick it up from here.
3: Well, he. Well, he's gone. Well, we'll no, come back it.
5: and see if it reboots and works. But God we, damn it. You, we, we,
3: we you gonna think that to... we,
5: we we just panned Jungle Boy saying that he That's was That's right, how him. it sucked and it just should, assume, nothing to this match.
3: I assume that was his family home because uh his daddy bought him that ring back back in the day day. I mean the, everything looked the same from the pool to to whatever. But uh anyway, yeah, who cares about Jungle Boy? I'm gonna have to bring my notes up now, Jeff, because I'm not used to being the the host for this show, so well. Chris know.
5: was like Han Solo, frozen in time. What was that? Yeah, it was like Ceno, Cenobite or what was it? I, I, the Cenobites were the the guys from Hellraiser that came back and they solely
3: But here uh, we got the Skirmites, Jeff. The Skirmites, I know. Yeah, not, you not to get, to what you, you said last time. If you <laughs> want to,
5: if you want to come on this show, you've got to get a Skirmite Ooh.
3: inspection. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what that involves, Jeff. Don't you worry. I, got it. I, have it all, I I have it all in lockdown. You do. You yeah. very much do. Well, I'm just getting up. I think we're up to the main event, as a matter of fact, Jeff. Oh, so um, yes, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are because you're talking about... Yes, we are, as a matter of fact. But before we do go to that, uh, we've got or commentary hyping up a hype reel for Absolute Ricky Starks versus Switchblade Jay White, Jeff, for next week. The cage is lowered as we go to the break, though. Um Rampage
5: or Dynamite?
3: It feels like Rampage. I mean, there was even a point where there wasn't even any uh entrances at one point. So I don't know if they were rushing like the show because you know time was I don't know, time was of the essence. Something was different though about about the way
5: mistimed it because you know they're taping rampage the same night and who knows whatever whatever was dark and dark elevation i think they also taped some ring of honor uh matches here too i i I don't think they've come i think we don't have dark and dark elevation but i still think they do some of those matches like as dark matches for the crowd and they probably just timed it wrong
3: well speaking of ring of honor jeff Mm -hmm. is it just me or does it feel like that show doesn't even exist anymore doesn't exist for for me i mean no one talks about it though you don't see
5: it we don't, hear numbers. We, don't, we don't hear subscriber numbers we don't hear pay-per-view numbers and then listen we you know uh, you know uh, everyone from the fandom is going to say that they're doing great they're doing great but everybody knows when they don't report numbers after they initially reported subscription numbers that means they've gone down that's just how it is it's this, it was the same with Thea Trinidad it's the same with Mandy Rose it's the same with New Japan World after Monet came in. It's the same with Ring of Honor. And when they don't announce pay-per-view buy rates, my experience has been when they don't announce them at all. uh, Now, Tony might be a different animal, but they don't announce them at all. It's under 10,000 and oftentimes under 2,000. I'm willing to say that for Tony, he doesn't announce it if it's under 20,000. But whatever it is, you know, the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view, I guarantee you did not get more than let's just say seventeen thousand on the high end
3: of seventeen 000 buys. you're being I, I, I think probably
5: less but i'm gonna give them i'm gonna
3: 500 buy rates if that they... no come on it'll be more 500. <laughs> bullshit but, but, but you know, <laughs> they've it... gone radio silence silent would... actually jeff that's a bit suspicious
5: well they'll go radio silent if it was less than the twenty-seven thousand from the prior show whatever that number was but uh you know it's it's he, if it was if it was within hailing distance of that he would say that they exceeded or was similar to the last range which he thinks was 27 cuz he'll forget numbers when he wants to forget numbers um but he knows you know every quarter and every minute and on every metric but yeah i i think the ring of honor is a giant fail of an experiment which you know who who could have called that and this is why i'm spe- skeptical about so much of the news cuz for 6 months everybody in the media is telling me that ring of honor is going to be on uh turner and uh, and honor club is going on hbo max and it's all but certain all but confirmed all but certain. i'm like no it's not no it's not i'm the only person saying no it's not then no it didn't so uh, uh, you know because because it it, it, you know it doesn't make sense and you know this might be a different deal and maybe the the pay-per-views are going to go on hbo max now and it probably doesn't make sense financially but Far be it from Tony to make a bad business deal or say, Well, the exposure, we'll get the exposure, and that'd be good for him because that's totally the way he thinks. So, I, I could see the PLEs, the pay per views turning into PLEs
2: where you have HBO Max, and
5: I'm all for, for it because
2: I have HBO Max. Now, if you I, I don't HBO know what Max, you guys are talking about. The ROH world champion bookended this show. He was he started <laughs> and he ended the show. I mean, that's clearly huge. a huge deal. Clearly,
5: right. huge ring of huge. holes um yeah, yeah i don't should. know i don't know why I, we're, we're we're on this again but um I'm probably because to... i had a
2: power outage and you
5: needed
3: to stall for time. oh was that a power outage was it yeah well it, it,
5: did, improved have, your it internet. did have something to do with that now that you mention it
3: yeah <laughs> it did you <laughs> left me in the dark there chris i had to like fumble the notes left but anyway me in the doesn't dark too for like a
2: solid how, two seconds but then everything Touché. Touché. rebooted so everything anyway. seems better though Chris. All right, well, let's talk about the main event here because that's all that's left here. Well, no, Ricky Starks and Jay White. That, that's what I brought week. up,
3: right? If Jay White loses his match... No, he's not going to lose. He's not going to lose, but if he does lose, that's it. He's done. No, he's not going to lose that match. Yeah. He better not. No. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs>
6: I don't know, man. Tony Khan isn't
2: them. that stupid? Are you Question sure, mark? Chris? Are you sure? Fuck me, I'm not that sure. Ah, um, uh, exactly. I am sure that uh, Wild Thing is a bad fucking song for a heel. I, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Wild Thing hits, the crowd starts singing along. It's like, yeah, that's a, that's a great classic heel spot there. Wild Thing. Anyway, Kenny Omega makes his entrance after the break. He's coming down with Callus. They brawl on the stage before they even I get in the ring. I called it. Just saying. They brawl on the stage. Something that they did basically every match two weeks ago, and basically every match uh, the week before that. So it means a lot when we see them brawling to start this match, because we haven't we haven't seen it. Brawling <clears throat> um, guts. Danielson's on commentary. The Bucks and the Combat Club, they basically come out and they start brawling with each other so that the match can't start. Eventually... Um, Omega yells at Moxley, so they get in the ring. Um, as soon as they get in the ring, there is a chair wrapped in barbed wire. So everybody bleeds right away. Um, Jeff, do you remember when matches used to build to stuff like this, where they would get in the ring and they would wrestle a little bit and then they'd go on the outside a bit and they'd be hitting each other. And then like, you know, five or six, maybe 10 minutes into the match, somebody would, would pull out a weapon and then it meant something cuz like they built to it. You remember that?
5: I do remember it. I also remember when you had factions that that had rivalries and they would have singles matches and tag matches and triples matches and all sorts of gimmick matches and and the cage Minches. match would be usually at the end of the match or at least at some pivotal inflection point, not sort of right at the beginning the first time they're actually having a regular match on tv but uh yeah i you know it's a new world and i don't understand a lot of things but thank god you guys are here to shepherd me through it
3: long-term storytelling jeff that's what it is what's the story well but explosion fucking match whatever it was the one that didn't explode mm-hmm. this guy is gonna call it long-term storytelling you know this right that's what it is now, i mean all I the other previous remember- matches
5: then Moxley lost the lights out unsanctioned match of full gear nineteen. That's right, he- and
3: he wants revenge now, Jeff.
5: Because his jean jacket got stuck on the bed of razor
3: wire. So he couldn't he couldn't beat the 10 count. He couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't. There was, there was these things involved in the match. There was blood, there was guts. There was just Can I say, Chris, that, that V trigger spot? Where the cage broke. That looked bad on Kenny, man. That looked like it fucked him up, man. Like the that way he, like landed he landed on the cage. Wrong on his yeah, legs. dude. Yeah. So TK, enough of your little toys and your Lego building bullshit with your fucking cages because all it's gonna do is hurt your own friggin' stars, right? And this is just dumb. I mean, I called Don Callis turning on the elite. I said it. I fucking said it weeks Everybody ago. Everybody said I know. It. And I said he was going to join the Blackpool Combat Club. The only club. question is, does Takeshita betray the elite also? Of course he does. He has to kick out that little shit in Willa Yuta. Because Takeshita is the guy that
5: should be helping them, not Adam Page, the actual person I who started that. this whole
3: thing. Well, look. This is all leading to Kota Ibushi. I keep saying this, right? It has to. Surely it has to. I mean, why wouldn't it be? And if it's not, if Takeshita is going to be your Kota Ibushi with Kenny Omega, then that's pretty disappointing. I assume Takeshita has to join the Blackpool Combat Club, even though he's not from Blackpool, clearly. But nevertheless, it doesn't matter at this point. He should be joining with Don oh, Callis. Oh, because oh, of-
5: Hold on a second there, oh. R.O., which means racist nice. Olympiad. Um, what? How? How are you so sure that Takeshita isn't from Blackpool, and why is that so obvious?
3: <laughs> uh, me not speaking English. I okay. know you're trying to bait me in here, Jeff. But I'm just asking. Questions. First of all, first of all, does it I'm, sound I'm, like wait, he's wait, from let me give you my Tucker
5: Carlson earnest face. I'm just asking
3: does, questions. Does he sound like he's from Europe when he speaks? I don't know a lot of people from Europe. <laughs> that's bullshit. You know that's it. A, that's disingenuous. It's uh, very disingenuous, Jeff. Um, that's a cut, the shit, the right? is, cut the yeah. shit, all right. Cut the shit. He yeah. sounds exactly like people from Europe to me. Well, people from Blackpool sound like this. They talk like uh, I'm not even doing that. It's like, hey Jeffrey, are you okay? <laughs> they talk like that. None of no, these motherfuckers, don't. not Blackpool, can eat a dick. That's all what right. I'm saying.
2: Um, I gotta yeah, be honest with I'll you guys. It. I'm bored to death with this fucking death match crap. I, I just every screw time they job start match. doing it, I just, I just roll my eyes. It, it's yeah. it. This stuff is impossible. I don't know if it's just my age or what, but it's impossible for me to suspend my disbelief when they start like taking the what ring it apart. When
3: you twist your
2: head, like he's the doing drivers. the, he's doing like a like a fish hook with the with the hook oh, that's that was part stupid. of the turnbuckle. I'm like, that was so stupid. I can't. I can't suspend my my disbelief Wait, but wait, it gets better
3: though. How long was he taking to unscrew the damn turnbuckle, man, like a fool?
2: Yeah, it took him forever, so that looked like shit. Um and again, like he's doing all this shit where he's taking stuff apart and he's got weapons and barbed wire and he takes Yeah man, the I'm gonna destroy blast. the whole ring. I thought the gimmick for the combat club is that they are professionals. Combat. Yeah, no, they're I, full of shit. And they're calling the elite the amateurs. Cool it's like, okay, you guys are amateurs, but here's but, the second most important guy in our group. He's going to do the most backyardy of backyard bullshit possible. Where are yeah, the man. light tubes, bro? I love Where backyard wrestling,
3: tubes? man. Come on, man. He's, he's the king of hardcore, bro. And that because
2: doesn't
3: that, scream, is that doesn't professional. I know, I I said that too. When they were saying they were calling everybody amateurs, and then I saw what they did with the screwdrivers, that's not very professional. They're the bunch of amateurs. That's what's ironic. I mean, what what can we say? It's just dumb, stupid, contradicting, that's for sure. Uh, What can we say about this match? All right, fine. It was great for what what it was. there's oh, more no. to say. Uh, Go for there's it. There's more. Uh, yeah. I'll we'll, step we'll... myself.
2: I mean, I guess you can. I can't stop you from doing it, but, um, Omega picks up Mox for the uh, one-winged angel, but Mox counters with the sleeper. They roll around in the glass. <laughs> um, at one point, Omega hits a knee, and Mox, like, immediately starts wiping at his eye. So I'm not sure if he got something in his fucking eye, but it wouldn't <laughs> shock me either. Um. This is why people don't do this shit. Like, this is exactly the reason. Like, you're supposed to be selling a knee, but you've got to check your eye. Oh no! Oh no! Is there something in my eye? Oh, I'm. I'm maybe something got in my eye. Maybe, maybe if you have. To, maybe if you have to fucking do that, you've fucked up your match. Um. Yeah. Anyway, there's a V trigger that collapses the cage. Um, Moxley eventually grabs the screwdriver. Omega. Uh, lands the one, wing, one winged angel, but as he goes for the pin, Callus hits him with a screwdriver, which helps Moxley win the match. Um, they asked Danielson if he knew that this was happening, and he said he had no idea. So, yeah. I guess he's right. not joining the combat club. I don't. Why would Danielson lie at this point? I mean, if he knew, because he would say. Because he's a liar. Right?
3: He's a little shit. That's why. He called Yuta shit, but every week I'm seeing. Danielson shrink even more. I'm just saying,
2: yeah, those arms maybe, tonight
3: looked skinny, man.
2: Well, maybe he hit his head at doing the doing something. Oh. I don't
3: know. Oh, well, maybe that's why he's gone dumb.
2: Maybe I've noticed
3: that he's done very few moves. They've
5: been sort of treating like AJ Styles. He does a few moves here or there, but for the last six or seven weeks, he's really hasn't wrestled. He's
3: concussed, dude. He's concussed again. I, look, I think, look how pale he looks.
5: I think, I think he's on. he's got a secret concussion also. And I think Adam Page, because he can't do anything else other than wrestle, I think he's got a secret concussion. Bailout. So
3: what do they do then, Jeff? They have a cage match with glass, weapons, cages breaking apart, and they've got wrestlers already on the shelf with yeah. secret concussions.
5: Don't, don't, don't you make the big time and get on <laughs> you know, primetime major cable networks? So you don't have
2: to do that stupid shit anymore. That's exactly what I fucking mean, dude. This is the most unprofessional professional wrestling in the fucking world, dude. And like, here's the thing. Like, I I am happy with a more adult themed show, right? So the, the fact that there's blood every once in a while doesn't bother me. If you want to bring in weapons every once in a while, doesn't bother me if you want to bring in stuff like i mean today you, you like you weren't on the show yet but they brought in fucking a bottle of alcohol for people to drink in the middle of the ring like i have questions like is this not going to scare fucking people away like is like is this not going to have the exact same problem that WCW had you know in two, in in 1999 is this not going to um Cause the people who are paying for the product to go, hang on a minute. I don't want to pay for this anymore. I don't want to pay for commercials on your show.
3: Yeah. You think, but, um, mm-hmm. but this is a W Chris. Uh, it, it, it,
6: I can't even, he's just
2: going to pay. So Tony's just going to pay to put the foot to put both shows on. He's going to pay $30 million why for not? Saturday and $30 million for Wednesday. Like why not? Okay. I guess, uh, it, but he's not in a the business of, of making just,
3: money, clearly.
2: But there's a part of me that's like, man, like, if your if your business isn't trying to make money, then you're not gonna be any better, and that bothers me because I I I okay, I'm like a hybrid of what Jeff was talking about earlier about what he would like to see from AEW fans. I legitimately prefer to watch AEW, except that WWE puts on really good PLEs. Uh, They
3: fucking do, bro. They really do. Compared to AEW, it's fucking disgusting.
2: They're so fucking good. And they're so fucking good, and then everything else that they do is so fucking bad. Like, the weekly television from WWE is, for me, honestly, it's almost unwatchable. I think
3: it's done by design, though. Even though Raw wasn't too bad, but predictable this past week.
2: Almost unwatchable. And, um... Yeah, the, the AEW product is way more watchable for me on a weekly basis. But, like, there's also things going on where I'm just like, God, this mistake is so fucking stupid. Um, you know, and this is one of those things where it's like, you know, we're the real professional, professional wrestlers. And yet here you are doing backyard bullshit.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a contradiction. It's a walking, talking contradiction, Chris. This company as a whole is full of shit. They need to cut the shit, period. First of all, WWE, right? They're, they're so-called PG, but they can put on a good show when they want to without all the bullshit, right? Yep. They can do it. It's not hard. It's possible. AEW feel like they need to add all this crap. Like, literally, like, add all this bullshit and it's going to be a banger after a banger. Nah, man. This is just going to be nothing but a shit stain after shit stain like i mean but they think this is good television and they're trying so hard to pop a rating and it's not fucking working yeah,
2: jeff i agree i don't
3: i, I mean I, I don't know what i can add to that i think mean,
5: i think that you're right that i mean if they want to do one-on-one matches between the bcc and the elite that's fine or some sort of tag matches and then it has to end in blood and guts because there's too much interference i mean that's the story, but instead they had to do too much interference, but at the beginning of the match, so it didn't matter just so everybody gets on TV and then they have their stupid angle anyway. It's like every uh, so many things that they do are in reverse order and literally and, reverse. And like you know, the, the turn of Don Callis is not a surprise, but if you're going to do it, shouldn't you do it on the pay per view? Well, you should, you but since you didn't you know that the faces are winning in the end. I mean, the faces win in the end anyway, but, it, well, not always with AEW, but in, in AEW, the, the feuds don't always end at the first pay-per-view. Sometimes they go for two or three. So, I mean, you just told us that, that the big turn has been spoiled, <laughs> and so the faces are going to win in two weeks. So, and, you know, and a, that's a what pay-per-view I mean, that Jeff. I wasn't does, does buying, the... and now I'm definitely not buying. Lol, the Jeff, elite wins. <laughs>
3: Hmm.
2: I said all well, yeah. the
3: but you get wins. this, yeah. right, guys? Does does this company truly? Well, does this company truly know how to actually book? Really, think about it. Like you said, they're not doing it for their go home show. We've got a double or nothing pay per view coming up this month, this month, and they couldn't wait to do this type of shit till then. Just like the week before, guys, when we're talking about the four-pillar bullshit that was going on. They couldn't wait till they go home or do it in the middle of the pay-per-view where we're guessing if Sammy uh, Sammy, if Sammy, Guevara is going to turn on uh, MJF or not. But instead, they did it last week. And now they don't know what to do between now and fucking double or nothing. And they shit
5: themselves in the car. why we're getting cup. hype videos two and a half right.
3: weeks early, you know, early. It's stupid. It's... Absurd. I just don't get it, man. I don't get how this, how this guy thinks and why he thinks... This is the right thing to do, when it's not. It really isn't. If you're selling a pay per view,
6: yeah. I
2: don't well, either. and that's and that's my question. Is like you know you said like well what what you know what's the what's the point? Are they even trying to sell the pay per view? <laughs> does does he even care about making money at all? Like is I'm that convinced even- he's not. Is that even a secondary or tertiary goal of his? Does he I, I mean, so. does he legitimately just not fucking <laughs> care? And, I mean, listen, I, I guess that's fine. You do whatever the fuck you want. You're a billionaire. I don't give a shit. But, like, it's hard for me to have any faith that the product's going to get better if you legitimately don't seem to care not what the audience him. thinks.
3: Right. But apparently they do. They, I mean, the AW Mark will tell you otherwise. That's what's
2: crazy. I guess. I guess. Anyway, um, no, let's... I think it's
5: there's, I mean, there's an interesting contrast here that all in, let's just say we believe all the tickets are legitimately sold. Yeah. I mean, they seem to be nearing or have exceeded 70,000, which have is they?
3: what's the number now, Jeff? Actually, last I
5: heard it was around 70,000. I haven't heard okay. anything since. I mean, obviously, it exploded up to 60 something and it's sort of been s- slowing down ever since, but I mean, it's an enormous number and there's no card announced. So, I mean, you know, mm. we'll, we'll see. I, you know, I, I still have my suspicions, but this is not about that. The point is that all in in a new market in Britain with, you know, as an event s- selling 70,000 tickets, this double or nothing pay per view, which is in two and a half weeks, right now, the, the place where it's not fully opened is about one quarter tickets sold so far. Oh, and very- apparently, in the last month, they've sold a grand total of 200 new tickets.
3: <laughs> what a fucking company.
5: So, Honestly. I mean, yeah, they're doing great at all in and that is an, an enormous success, but you're not running Britain all the time. That's not exactly. where your company is based, you know, it's not the it's, and whether And if it was, you'd
2: oversaturate the market anyway.
5: Right, exactly. Um you know, and and they're not doing a whole lot of overseas tours. It will, you know, it'd be foolish for them not to explore other places uh, on an annual basis. Um, if this is the response, but right here in the backyard, you know, I mean, if there's thirty five hundred people at Double or Nothing, that's freaking embarrassing.
3: Right. I heard there was fifteen hundred tickets sold right now yeah, at four, that, Double that, or That's
5: about right. I think it was thirteen hundred, like four weeks ago. You,
2: you might. You might literally want to call up some of the people who have bought tickets to all to all <laughs> in and just be like, "Listen, we'll pay Fly for your fucking in. plane." Like, yeah, we'll pay for your plane. Just come, please.
3: And you wonder why this is the why this is happening? But I, I, I'm convinced no one's talking to him because why should they? They probably have tried, but he just doesn't. He'd be like a little kid. Nah, my company. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Like.
2: It seems what like that do? is the reaction. Um oh, I wanted to point out a tweet too um today from from Mickey James actually. Mickey James. Mickey James, yeah, who it is It really
5: felt like it was pointed at some of your favorites.
2: <laughs> yes, it did. Um hang on a second. I just need to find it now. Oh, I, I can't have not find made it. for a second. I can't find it because I don't have any fucking internet right now other than what's going on on my phone. Um, but anyway, basically she she, she said, uh, you know, I'm really glad that when I broke into the business, I listened to the people who were trying to give me oh, advice. And wow. when the veterans had had an idea, even if I didn't particularly like it, I listened to what they had
4: to right. say, You
2: know, the exactly. professional that I am now.
3: Respect.
2: Even so, if she doesn't like it, she can still takes it God in. Thank God for Mickey James. I I, I, love, I love Mickey James anyway cuz she always has a very I, I would I would say that most of what Mickey James tweets is very balanced. Um she doesn't seem like she's uh like she's clinging to a side of an argument. It seems like she's a pretty balanced person in general and uh she's yeah, she's
3: calculated just, though with her tweets sometimes.
2: Good. There's nothing yeah, wrong no. with that if you're a professional. Um, yeah, so shout out to Mickey James shout outs to Mickey James, right. to Mickey James. and uh, yeah okay so before Mother Nature decides to kick me off of here again uh, let's do letter grades gentlemen um, I'm going to give this show a C um, the in ring action there was a few good spots there was a few interesting things um, and I am legitimately excited you know, about Miro and Thunder Rosa being there because it tells me that they're going, that they're planning on doing something with some of these talents who um, we've been told are unhappy in the company. So, hopefully, this Saturday's show can be something and can be something interesting. But yeah, a C for me. Uh, let's go with Jeff first. Jeff.
5: Well, on Tony Khan's scale of a pay-per-view event on Light, <laughs> I'm going to give it a D to an F because it wasn't that. However, as far as just a wrestling show was concerned for AEW. It was actually a sort of cohesive show. There was obviously a theme to it, which was Sell the Four Pillars. Now, that theme, like I said twice, is two weeks too early. Um, the first match, though, I don't know why it was on AEW and why they're doing a Ring of Honor angle. The match was good. It was fine. Um, the, I mean, the House of Black won. We saw Miro. We saw Thunder Rosa. So I think those two things are... You know, big big ups for those. Um, you know, the, the, the main event was exactly what you thought it was be. So, you know, as much as we criticize it, it, I mean,
3: it's, it's what it was going to be. They were going to
5: deliver, so they delivered. Right. I mean, what, what can I say? Um, I'm going to give it a B minus, mostly because my the last show I re- I remember watching was Raw, and Raw was extraordinarily disappointing, and like it felt like three flat tires, and my other tire is was the replacement. Uh, you know those thin, like you know, emergency tires. It was predictable. That's why it wasn't just predictable. It was also slow and bad, and 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 whatever my normal complaints about recaps were, just that plus fifteen percent of more recaps. <laughs> I mean, we had three recaps of what happened to Cody on the first hour during the course of the show, in addition to all of the other recaps. It was it was just insane. Chambia. And, Hello. Then, and then what did they give us as, as new stuff? Zoe Starks against Nikki Cross. She kicked Dana her ass, Brooke. though, dude.
3: By the way, I didn't
5: even oh, Dana recognize Brooke, yeah, this thing. Her face is unrecognizable. And then, then Natalia came out. I'm like, she's am uh, sure that's
3: not also Dana Brooke. She's fucked up her face. Well, Dana Brooke has had a lot of
5: uh, 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 well, they both going have, on. Like, <laughs> like their faces are completely unrecognizable. Of like if there was a music and their names on the jumbo trend, I wouldn't know which one was which. I mean, and that's that's not a good thing for either of them, anyway. It was raw, was bad, NXT was delightful, but NXT is graded on a completely different scale. Um, so I'm gonna go B minus, which I know is
2: probably higher higher than either one of you, but. I didn't hate dynamite tonight. I, I mean, not the, you know. I mean, are you sure it's bad for those two? Couldn't they? I mean, they, they're screaming for women's tag teams. They could go with the brides of Frankenstein, right. and they could yeah. be great. They could the hire Hitches PCO. Yeah, oh, yeah,
3: yeah, and put him in great. the in the women's division. Well,
5: you're you're, you're moving things. Well, listen, if he's not a human, and he's a machine. He really he would be gender fluid, right? It's just
3: yeah. it's whatever
5: he programs and whatever he uploads that Trans, baby.
4: Chances right, are the in right. thing.
3: All right, Jimmy. <laughs> Let her well, break. T for Trent. No, no, no. No, in all seriousness, i will give it a C as well. That's what I was going to give it. The only things I liked. Yeah, look, Miro. First of all, I hope he went in asking for his release. That's what I'm praying for. That would be gold. That would be. I don't think they
2: give TV time for that.
3: <laughs> wow, well, you could have fooled me. And anyway, I, I'm just I'm praying. I know it's not, but I'm just saying it would be great if it was. Um, so yeah, C, C for seeing myself out of this show because, uh, yes, the main event delivered because is that's what we're going to get, right? It was going to be that, whether you like it or not, this is all Moxley booking. It delivered like, you know, the way the match
2: is. Backyard matches. fucking nonsense. Backyard
3: fuck fest. That's what this was, man. Cause, uh, Kenny wanted his friendship holes filled. Just saying that's true. His friendship holes.
2: Did, did you that-
3: read that? Have you seen anything about that?
2: no but friendship holes is something that i imagine kenny omega might say yeah holes he's,
4: uh,
3: what, what holes he's talking about i, I don't want to know but uh he hasn't had his holes fueled in a while that's what he said whatever that means
2: um, just, and, he's a winnipegger uh, yeah. who i'm guessing spent a lot of time in osborne <laughs> village <laughs> if you're from winnipeg you get that joke anybody else probably doesn't get it
3: <laughs> i don't know but i don't want to know because i'm a kenny mark obviously but uh, obviously, um, and the House of Black, whatever match that was, was <laughs> don't look at me like that, Chris, was cool, whatever, cool, Thunder Rosa at this point, cool, Miro, I'm just hoping God told him to ask for his release. That,
2: that's it. Uh, so, right, yeah. so C for cool C. from Jimmy, C for uh, cool. Jimmy, while you're talking, tell the people where they can find you.
3: Well, not here anymore, no. <laughs> Now, they can find me right here at the pwcnetwork.popping.com where you can find all our shows, including Jeff's, including Chris's, and myself, and all of ours. Also, like and subscribe at channelattitude.com where for five bucks you get the best talk in pro wrestling, and we truly mean that. Five bucks, it doesn't cost much, just sign up now, today, for five dollars. Also, have me media group.popping.com where you can find our affiliate shows, including Jeff's. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at DJ Effects And also you can follow us at the PWC Network. So, yeah, that's about it,
2: Chris, for me. Thank you. Uh, Jeff, thanks for joining us midway through here, uh, being our on-call lawyer, uh, to come on and tell us about the legalities of uh, injunctions against professional wrestlers. Uh, mm-hmm. Where can the people find you?
5: On Twitter, Twitter at IcarusFellMD. Uh, everything that Jimmy and you said about where your shows can be found applies to me as well. Um, in addition, Hammerlock Hangover, while being on the PwC, doesn't involve you fellas. It's with uh, Big Daddy Cool Steve. Steve! drop it every other week, and we drop one this past week, so in another two weeks, we'll drop another. Uh, extra me, if you want it. I was on a Patreon episode on Wrestling Soup about uh, many probably. of the lawsuits around wrestling these days so it was about an hour and a half with me and uh, mish uh, by the way joey's getting married so congratulations uh-huh. to joseph e numbers on the kind of not or soon to be kind of not and on drew yari's patreon i am doing a garden of june tomorrow night with drew on norse mythology which he really should have uh, asked press but he asked me so we're going to try to do the best we can and uh you know do some a uh, little uh Astier versus Vainier and, you know, see what's up with that.
3: La Bamba. Yes.
5: Right on. La well, La yes,
2: I'm 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 <laughs> hoping I'm hoping and praying my T V cut out, so I'm gonna have to check on my phone when, when we're done. But the Oilers last I checked they were up four for nothing. So I'm yeah. guessing I'm gonna get Are to play La Bamba tonight. <laughs> um But uh but yeah, you can find me on Twitter, I'm at Chris Ams One. Uh you can go there and you can hear my opinions about politics pro wrestling and just whatever the hell goes on in my mind um <laughs> you can find nice. me right here on the pwc network and uh yeah other than that uh that's been jimmy that's been jeff i've been chris and you've been a great uh, great audience so olay and we'll see ya uh, next time
3: Stay evil, my friends stay good not evil come on
6: bye we <laughs> The stars don't fall out of the sky, do they? gathered here today to pay our respects to a legend, an icon, a mentor, and to us, a father. Rocky Monero was a cornerstone of professional wrestling, and perhaps his greatest accomplishment was taking the parea under his wing. He taught us a lot, but to his detriment, he taught us too much. He taught us how to manipulate the people around him, how to kick someone when they're down, and how to stab a knife in someone's back. So Rocky, on behalf of the butt you've dug your grave, and now you can lay in it.
1: Beautiful, hello. Slides are finished, give me yours. Here we go. If you want to be the tag team champions, we've got to stop killing people. We've got to do some legitimate business. Yeah, you're right, bro. Things are getting out of hand.
3: Now that we've taken out Rocky, we're the new kings of MCW. Kings of MCW. I like
2: that.
4: The, uh, the bizarre nature of Goldust. Well, you
0: know, it seems our sissy friend is having a little identity crisis. First he was Dustin Reynolds, then he was Goldust, and now he wants to be the King of the Ring. Well, we all saw you out here with tears running down your face, wondering why your old man, Old Dust, don't love you anymore. Well, I know Dusty Rhodes, and he told me why. It's because you married the biggest gold digger in Georgia, then you put on a woman's wig, and you went around the ring kissing men like a flaming fag. Well, let me tell you something, they're going to all have tears running down their face tonight. Bring that gold digger to the ring and bring that little threat, Dakota, with her. What? Because I'm going to tell you this, they're going to all have tears running down their face when I'm through with you. So and once you name that brat, Dakota, you should have named her Target, because I heard everybody in Atlanta had a shot at it. All right. <laughs> that Wardlow and Arne Anderson are not here tonight. And you have really put your, fans want to know, you put yourself to the number one contender to the TNT Championship.
1: They want to know why, how you can do that. First things first, Detroit, you're literally ri- you're literally the worst city in the country So, keep quiet while I conduct my business. So, you want to know why, Tony? I am the number one contender for the TNT Championship. It's simple. Because I'm Christian Cage, that's why. When you've compiled the laundry list of accomplishments that I have, you're afforded certain luxuries that other people are not like walking into the boss's office and saying, I want the shot! And when your name has the cachet that mine does, you get the shot. Now, I have a question for you, Tony. I have a question for you. Alright. What's with all these wrestlers in AEW and their daddy issues? I I don't know. What do you mean? It's simple. Much like my previous opponent... Much like my previous opponent, my current opponent, Wardlow, also had a father. But let me put your mind at ease, Wardlow. I'm not going to berate your father. I'm not going to go down that path. Because let's face it. Let's face it. Your father wasn't famous, nobody cares about him, so I'm not going to waste my breath. But here's the thing, it's a a good thing though, because you found Arn Anderson, right? You found that father figure you were looking for. And lucky for you, it just so happens that Arn was looking for a new son himself. That's right. You may or may not know that Arn Anderson's son Brock is under contract and is a wrestler here at AEW. And I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and I'm gonna say that Arn Anderson is nothing more than a bold-faced liar because he said the last thing he wanted to do in this business was to send his son Brock down the right path. He wanted to set him up for success. That is, until he looked over his shoulder and saw Wardlow with his brand new TNT Championship, and he could just throw Brock to the side, hop over to Wardlow, and take all that credit, right? But good on you, Wardlow, because now you have that legend steering that ship. Legend are other people's words, not mine. I mean, if you're the other guy in a tag team with Tully Blanchard, I guess that makes you a legend, right? Or... If you're a Ric Flair's lap dog for years and years, I guess that makes you a legend, right? Let me ask you a question, Arn. How many times have you won the World Heavyweight Championship? Huh? What? Well, oh, wait, none? None? I am a multi-time World Heavyweight Champion. Wardlow, unlike Arn, I understand what it takes. I know what it, I know. the struggle, the scratchy claw to reach that mountaintop. So what are you going to do, uh, Wardlow? What are you going to do when you realize your legend is not as smart as me? What are you going to do when you realize your legend is not as cunning as me? What are you going to do when you realize your legend was never as good as me? I'll tell you what you're going to do. Next week here on Dynamite, you're going to stand in this ring. I'm going to walk down this ramp. I'm going to stare you in your beady eyes. I'm going to spit in your face. And you're going to realize that your days as a TNT champion are all over and Detroit, and Detroit, kiss my ass. We
0: are back live on TBS, AEW Dynamite. Claudio Castagnoli, Ray Fenix, the double Jeopardy match, Claudio, the Ring of Honor World Champion, Fenix, one half of the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, the winner gets a shot at the other man's title. Take a look at this crowd that we have. You saw it right as we came back from the break. We are at Little Caesars Arena. We are at the home of the Pistons and the Red Wings. And we've got a jam-packed crowd here tonight. And don't miss AEW Rampage coming your way. Special and time. This coming Saturday, 10-9 Central on TNT. Claudio Castagnoli, the oh. gut wrench off the ropes. Oh, that's raw power. Claudio covers. Bartlett is hooked. <laughs> Phoenix barely kicking out. Now throughout the break we saw that Claudio tried to ground Ray Phoenix which is smart. But now he's just bopping him around and bumping him around the ring which is doubly smart. Let's watch this gut wrench as we just saw. Off the ropes here. at the second top rope I should say. Claudio Catt's the only 38th Ring of Honor World Champion having won the title last December. defeated. Chris Jericho made seven successful defenses of the title. His most notable defense coming against Eddie Kingston, Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor in March. Speaking of Kingston, Eddie underwent successful hernia surgery yesterday. You like to wish him a speedy recovery. Can't wait to see him back in the ring. But now, eyes back on this match. Eyes back on this firefight erupting in the center of the ring. Fenix. Goes through the ropes, hook kick misses. The Thrust Kick lands! (laughs) Oh man, He will tell you what, he brought it and he had to. What a shot. Great timing because Badiou had ducked out of the way of the spin kick (laughs) that time, but he caught it. (laughs) And that's just a glancing blow up the chin. But still a glancing blow from Ray Fenix, enough to stun (laughs) even the Ring of Honor World Champion. But that stunner, that cutter, landed flush. There's the opportunity, got the cover. Two and... Not a great cover, and I think that's what allowed Claudio yeah. to kick out with such ease. Well, we're in the Motor City, and you see members of the PCC watching on again, Danielson and Will of Utah, to see what happens here. But we're in the Motor City, and uh, <laughs> both these guys are emptying their tanks, man. Pun intended. You get it the whole race car? Yeah, no, that was a very flavored analogy, but, yeah. you know, I respect oh, it for I, trying. I thought it was a great analogy, and <laughs> I just don't want to <laughs> get hit by Saying that moonsault just like your analogy i'm telling you look yeah
4: kind
0: of, kind of. what a moonsault what a match and you know the fact that we saw members of the bcc watching like he says taz i think as much as anything else that i don't know if they gonna get involved or not but they're around right well, hey, you never know but That's right yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club, they have been terrorizing they AEW, have. but more specifically, the Elite. Anybody associated with Elite as of late? Claudio, the anti air, the cover. Phoenix fired that shoulder up, but Claudio immediately voiced them up. Maybe they can recall a bomb. Phoenix, gold, oh! what a counter! No! That was so, so close. Ray thought he had it. I thought he had it. And that was extremely close. Man, that's. Claudio's power almost working against him there. He hoisted up Great Fenix with such vigor that Fenix is able to counter and don't miss the newest episode of AEW All Access coming up tonight, 10-9 Central, right here on TBS, immediately following our broadcast, on Dynamite. Swinging a miss by Claudio Castioli. Fenix, the thrust kick, he took Claudio off. Going to get him, he's going to get him. The cover. Oh, so, so close. Again, you are just joining us. This is Double Jeopardy. Okay, so, basically, if Phoenix would have won this match right here, he would get an opportunity at the Ring of Honor World Championship held by Claudio. And likewise, if Claudio only wins this match, he and a partner of his choosing will get a shot at the Luch Brothers Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. Double Jeopardy to kick us off. And don't forget, in our main event, uh, the Steel Cage match. John Moxley of the Black Bull Combat Club. Kenny Omega of the Elite, one-on-one. Claudio catching. Oh no! Hey, oh, slide! One, two, go! Oh. Great toughness by Ray Phoenix, but Claudio now! The hammer and anvil elbows! You can tell by Phoenix's posture. He is wilting under this pressure! Oh my god, yeah, look, he's rocking his jaw as well. And now the arms crisscrossed. He's, he's, he's got him, he's got a him! Bomb. One, two,
1: three! The winner of this match, the Ring of Honor World Champion Claudio Castagnoli.
0: Outstanding battle right there to kick this show off. Wow, that was something. Now they get a Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship shot. They being the BCC. Yeah, but Claudio, what, can, what configuration will it be? Claudio. Claudio, he could pick Brian Danielson. He could pick Wheeler Yuta. He could pick John Moxley to challenge the Lucha Brothers. And speaking of Moxley, he will be one half of our main event tonight on Dynamite. This is a pay-per-view on TBS. Moxley Omega locked inside a solid steel cage. And right now I understand our cameras are in the bag. That can't possibly be right.
3: This is Homeboy 88 of the Homeboy 88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy 88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy 88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today.